Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. We already started. Huh? You asked me, how do you want to start it? We already started. All right, then. That's the beginning of our usually, episode, man. You know, we do some goofy thing. Yeah. Maybe we can switch it up and start we, from here. We usually coordinate this thing. Sometimes we come in with some music. Mm. Sometimes we come in with, like, a fed ass. Yo! Um, but, yeah, man, you know, we're just getting... Dang, this is a loud behind lightsaber. Yeah. But um, we're just getting to it today, man. Um, I don't know. It's an amazing opportunity to sit in front of this uh, microphone and talk to you guys. Um, we've recently got an, an influx of new listeners due to me and Emery um, meeting people at our new uh, schools and stuff like that. So shout out to all the new listeners for one. It was good enlightened family. Um, yeah, just welcoming new people into the enlightened family. It's awesome. Um, the more people that listen, uh, the more it fills my heart, man. We're getting nothing but amazing reviews. Um, this is absolutely nice. I mean, we can we can definitely do better, but. I think the impact that we're making is, is truly, truly awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, everybody likes views, but at the end of the day, it's not about the views. It's oh about yeah. the people who are viewing it. And we can't really get a, like, signifier of that through, like, numbers. We get a signifying that through, like, interactions and, and, like, people telling us what they liked, that they're watching the episodes, that they really respect what we're doing. And we really respect that they're telling us this because it tells us what we can work on, yeah. What we're doing correctly, and it's an ego boost. It, <laughs> it is dopamine, but I mean, absolute love, man. And like, yeah. we did take the two month break. Like, that's on us just being 18, us having high school and ending high school, getting ready for school, all that stuff. And you know, like, it was just that's what happens in life. So, yeah, maybe our, our total viewership output has been ticked down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think we're better podcasters now than we were back then. Yeah. But I will say one thing. the What I'm hearing from these people, man, our episodes in the past, we've had some fire behind episodes. Yeah. We've had some heavy bangers, oh, yeah. starting with episode 5, going on to 8, then 11, then 19, 21, episode 15, 14, and 16 were strong. Man, every episode every, was strong. Every episode, but, literally. And we're going to make another strong one today, man. Mm-hmm. So let's get this thing started and you guys already know what it means when you see this chair right in the middle yo wait before we got one more housekeeping thing yo if you're not watching youtube right now i know we have a lot because all these new most of these new listeners are audio Mm -hmm. um i encourage everybody to watch youtube but sometimes that may that may be a little bit out of their way but if you're listening right now when you have the time hop on over to youtube and appreciate the fire fit that i'm wearing right now (laughs) man yo Dog, when I saw this shirt, I was like, this is me. This is my favorite shirt of all time. Have you ever seen a guy wear a shirt with balloon dogs on it? I don't think what so. What happened to the Enlightened Brothers Fit reviews? Oh, yeah, we, we need to bring little, that we back. We did a little spin we got at, a, the, at the beginning of every episode. Yeah, we got a little lazy, man. And I got the, 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 the Yankees hat to match the pink, the pink dogs, man. Like, it wasn't dude. planned. Don't come man. on, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Sort of like Yo, and I'm, I'm here. Sho- I'm here shoeless too, so you know I got the Florida vibes. And all right. Anyway, that. appreciate that. And um, after after you appreciate it for a little bit, unpause the video, uh, stop drooling, and we're gonna introduce our our guest, man. I have a standard polo on, but yeah. <laughs> let's get to the guest. All right, let's get it, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Without further ado, 
Introducing. Let's bring him in. Markel. Yes. Freaking sir. Yo. What is going on, man? All right. So, actually, what we do anytime. Um, sorry. So that over. Uh, every time a guest comes in, I always ask them the same question. So, um, you're going to introduce yourself and also answer the question. So, who are you? I'm Markel. Okay. But who are you? But who are you? Um, I call myself an expert in uh, <laughs> okay. anime, All right. manga. Okay. Yeah. Um, fashion. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. Nah, but I'm a hooper. I'm going to go hoop in South Dakota. Nice. You know what I'm saying? What school? Uh, South Dakota School of Mines and Technology. Nice. Go major in mechanical engineering. Oh, we got our first college athlete on the podcast. Yes, yes sir. Absolutely. All, right. All right. Absolutely. Technically not. Cause <laughs> I am. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, um, I can certainly say uh, Markel, one of the most expressive people I ever met. Um, he changes the energy into any room he enters, man. Mm, and all around, blush. <laughs> and, all, and all around, fantastic guy. Class act. Uh, somebody I've called my brother for years, man. Uh, ever since seventh seventh grade, met him playing basketball with the guy. Um, he's always been a superstar, and he'll be a superstar today on this show. Uh, some more things about Markel, man. Um, all right, so obviously, along with this expressiveness, you uh, have done it, you know, through your words, but also through your actions, um, and also through your look, man. So you have tattoos. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, yeah. introduce your, I mean, I don't know if they can uh, oh, exactly really see, see on the camera, but where are you tatted? Um, on both of my forearms and my neck. <laughs> so what, what's the story behind the neck Heck tattoo, yeah. man? Um, well... Sick, One man. of my favorite animes is Full Metal Alchemist, yeah. and the flamel symbol, yeah. uh, it's on the back of Edward's, you know, his yeah. coat, and then it's on um, his brother's, you know, armor, yeah. the, the sh and you know, one, I th I thought that, you know, the symbol looked pretty cool, right. and you know, I, I like the, I see the truth behind it, yeah. you know what I'm saying, but it also stands, it's like a deeper meaning, it's more like, you know, winning, it's like, Winning over the devil, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Not letting him take over you. And yeah. there's also, you know, other stuff like the rod of, um, what's it called? Calcius or something like Cal something like that. Yeah. But it's, it's got a lot of, you know, deeper meanings to it. But yeah. that's the main one that I really paid attention to. I mean, on, and like that deeper meaning is special. Honestly, like hearing you, hearing you speak has like formulated my perspective on it. Because I wasn't going to make a true judgment until I heard the reason like okay why are you getting tatted and like obviously like it looks cool but at yeah. the same time it's like that deeper meaning it's like tape taking that step finding your way to express yourself finding your way to rationalize things in your mind like that whole thing about you know getting over the devil like having that as a reminder every day like that I can see that as a true source of strength for somebody um now I don't know how dyeing your hair blonde does, uh, does that, but 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 <laughs> you may you may be able to explain that also. No, the story behind that was um, my girlfriend's sister Selena. She always dyes hair like crazy yeah. colors. Yeah. And I've always had the same hair color. I haven't really ever done anything yeah. crazy. So I was like, you know, I might cut it off. Yeah. I'm also gonna go to college. You know, might as well try something yeah. during the summer. Yeah. Why you not? Know? So I just wanted to try something new. And yeah. we were originally going for blonde, uh -huh. but um. Like halfway through the process, we were letting it sit, and we were like, 
yo, we this hair color, you know, it's dark. It's yeah. in between. I know I haven't really seen anybody with the hair. Yeah, that yeah I was like, just about to say. Better than that, so I was like, yeah, I'm, might as well just keep this instead of going all the way blonde. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's I mean, I, I like think that. it's awesome. It, it's definitely look. That's not something you see every day. That's 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 lit, man. And talk it. You were you were talking about like how tattoos are a reminder every day, and I thought of it like an intentional way of scarring yourself even though it's not like considered a scar yeah it's just like you know people like talk about their battle scars it yeah. gives them yeah. memories mm-hmm. right these are like your intentional battle scars definitely like the wars that you put yourself through and I, I like tattoos like people like um they would just look at a neck tat and be like oh that's like thuggish yeah but tell look at his neck tat and I tell mean, me it ain't cool bro yeah no it's 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 an awesome piece of artwork um and I don't, I don't know, man. What do you, what do you have to say to people who, who doubt you and the fact that, like, you know, you made the choice to get a neck tattoo. Like, we don't have to sit here and discuss like the things that people are go- that would say to go against that. Everybody understands that. But like, what do you, what is, do you have a response to like, you know, backfire? Well, really, I don't really care what people think of me, like yeah. from afar. But That's anybody that will come up to me and talk to me, they'll know I'm not that person. You yeah, know, I'm really just a exactly you know, high energy guy. I just like to, you know, make every day's yeah better, yeah. keep positive. You know, and I can sit here and say, like, because I if, if me, I personally, I personally doubted it at first. I was like, this dude got a neck tattoo. <laughs> Are you kidding? A neck tattoo? I know what? that hurt. First of all, yeah, how yeah. much did it hurt? Okay, surprisingly, it was. The least amount of pain out of any of the tests. No, that's cap, so bro. I swear to you, like right here, yeah. it was like a nice little there massage. There is no that's way. That's crazy. It's yeah. a lot of muscle right there, but it's like, it's not very sensitive area. Yeah. So. But yeah, honestly, I was like, at first I was like, man, why? Why would he do this? But I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, I'm just going to wait. It, no matter what I think initially, I'm just going to wait. Because this is Marco. This is still my brother at the end of the day. I'm going to wait and hear what he has to say. And honestly, it's like, dude you're living your life man and you you only have one of these or as we assume we're going to talk about that later you only have one of these you only have one of these as markel alum so you might as well you might as well make it worth it you might as well make it worth it do do what you want to do do what makes you happy you know don't live under other people's standards yeah starting this episode off right giving you some life lessons immediately all right so um it's time it's time to move into the show though uh and we quick side note oh go ahead my tuba brother. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, these guys used to play tuba in the band back in the no, day. No, uh, back in the day, I, w- I was leagues ahead of Markel. I was kind of his um, <laughs> mentor in the tuba field. You know, us brass boys. But uh, were we was... the last chairs? <laughs> <laughs> ranking, ranking doesn't matter. They were the two Both worst tubas. Two two <laughs> a little bit about me. I played baritone. You know, a little. I did a little percussion before that. I've always been a musically inclined guy. You know. I was first chair baritone. Then you're like, oh, you want to play tuba? Yeah, I'll play tuba. I, you know, I, I excelled in that as well. Yeah, hey, don't Y'all get us wrong. We were we were still good. We were in concert band. We were still we made the all county team. It was all good. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna Heck go back yeah. on the band days, have I band aids band days? Have I even talked about my position in the band? No. So all like, three of us were in slide. band in middle school at the same time. I actually was a first chair. So basically, first chair is like the best player. First chair, all county trombone. Huh. Uh, my seventh and my eighth grade year, I was in concert band and uh, jazz band. The jazz band, we got the opportunity to go to New Orleans. Um, so that was an amazing experience. But other than that, man, just like you know, like that really, like uh, especially with us three, like we got to share really fun times. These are these were my boys. Um, you know, amongst all the craziness that was in, inside the band, but also it's just like we got we got to we got to enjoy uh, playing music, man. It was, and like 
it just look looking back, it's like we were so young, so dumb, but you know we we were, we were having the fun. band was fun. Yeah, band was absolutely. Fun. I don't know how younger viewer base gets, but if you're considering doing band, you should try it. Oh, but it's interesting how um, Markel has warped the minds of everybody. Um, <laughs> so, like, you know, oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have. Did you watch Seven Deadly Sins? Have you yes. finished it? So, uh, I know you don't care about the show. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this, it might be a spoiler, but um, there was like this all-out war right and there was a guy who used to be a goddess and then there was basically a guy who used to be a goddess well he was part of the goddess clan um and there was a what a, a mage a magician whatever mm. and he basically tricked everybody into believing that this guy was a demon the whole time and then he basically he they basically gave him a whole past story and he was functioning as a demon from that point on so what Markella has done to everybody in the world um, has he nobody believes that he's been in band but us two even the people that were in the band Markella's in the band Mar literally the whole world other than the two enlightened brothers here that know the truth just think he's been a hooper they thought he was just a basketball player this entire time no Markel was in the band but he has tricked everybody into believing no he wasn't how did you do that well one I'm like a different person now you know <laughs> back then I had the low ski yeah that <laughs> is know, true I was a little chubby too so you know i probably looked a little bit different to a lot of people but then i just didn't really talk about it either it was <laughs> like, you know that was like my my little safe place you know i kept that to myself yeah Heck yeah yo man before let's before we get into any other topics bro let's let's keep let's keep learning about markel uh so what what drives you to play basketball man like what so you're going to school um, obviously, you're going to an amazing academic school, but also to play basketball. What? Did you already say where? Yeah, South Dakota School of Mines and Technology. So why why basketball? Why are you playing? Well, um, I first got into basketball because of my dad. You know, yeah. my dad is a Hoover. He played at Flagler, mm -hmm. and um, you know, really it was just you know one of my ways to bond with him. That's also anime is another one. You know, and okay. cars. It's like I got all three. Right, my dad. Absolutely. And so, um, at first that was it. But then, you know, as I started playing more, I realized, you know, I was getting a little good at mm -hmm. it, and it yeah. was just it, it became fun, and I kind of yeah. fell in love with the game, and you know, that just kind of kept going. Yeah. I, and a lot of times it was just me going up to the gym, going to hoop with my friends, and you know, realizing, you know, just putting in more work. Yeah. And I just got better from there. Um, but there was there was actually a point in mm -hmm. the last couple of years where I really was considering going to school for more of like athletic or not academics academics yeah um, rather than athletics. But then um, I went to a showcase in Orlando okay um, not too long ago and it kind of rekindled my love for the game. You know I mean that's awesome, bro. See how yeah. things can change. <laughs> yeah, in an and, it's, and here here's the uh, the crazy thing is like. Markel, he's like people say like, oh yeah, I'm built different. I'm built well for one. Markel is literally built different. Stand up for me. This guy is this guy is genetically predisposed. His head is off He is genetically predisposed to be an athlete. Okay, so yeah, I mean, what are his stats or what? Six five. I don't know how much you weigh. One ninety eight. One ninety eight. You know, he powerful legs. He's but other than that, he's just one of the most dominant players. I've ever played with um, in official games, in AAU games, in a pickup basketball game. When this guy get, locks in and gets serious, he can he 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 can do crazy things on the court. He can play one through five. At least in a high school sense, he was able to play one through five. Now going to college, he's going to be playing with some uh, a lot bigger people. So he'll probably be able to play one through three, maybe four. <laughs> four four is a stretch at that even. Um, but yeah, man and. This is this is certainly my my second life. Um, 
but uh, in my past life of, and I, I still play now, but in being committed to basketball, Markel was definitely one of the driving forces that that drove me to working my my Pure ass rivalry. off, bro. Yeah, and it was it was it was healthy respect because I respected his game and it and it drove me further. Because um, even back in the day um, when we me and him were both in seventh grade. During tryouts, every day before tryouts, we used to play one-on-one. Yes, and we would go back and forth. So I would win a game, you'd win a game. I, would, I don't even know what the ending record was. But Markel <laughs> made the team. I didn't. Some, I didn't even make the team over somebody I felt like who was worse than me. But, you know, seeing him move Story on, I was, my life. seeing him move on, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get to this grinding, man. I'm going I'm to make the team next year. I made the team next year. And then – we move on to high school, right? Markel, amazing freshman season. You know, he's always been the star player at our school up until the very end, right? He moves on, right? So the next year, sophomore year, or that, that summer after freshman year, he goes to play varsity basketball. I'm kept down, junior varsity. I'm like, hell no, this guy will. I got, I got hurt that summer. Yeah, right? yeah, Markel, Markel did get hurt that summer too. So he was out of commission, but in, still in the back of my Markel and a few other people that were in my grade were moving on to varsity. I was like, no, absolutely not. That's when I started my grind, um, and I, I made in a, in a an immense leap to a to like just basically being a new player in all aspects. And I ended up making the varsity uh, team for that that fall. But a lot of that I can credit to Markel. So thank you for that. For one, man, you're too but, kind. But, uh, hey, yeah, he's being hope. humble though. This man was like that on the court. This man was like that. In practice, yeah. he would cook us every day. <laughs> yeah, man, it is, and it was awesome. And like, um, I don't know. And I think we were able. And Markel's continuing that. But I will always be th- thankful for like our basketball lives because. Um, just being able – that was an entire life. Like, me and Markel – just me and him, but also with others, have gone through f- verbal – Markel, in his case, physical fights, um, <laughs> yelling, screaming, emotions, hatred, love, triumph, defeat. You get to go through all of those things in basketball. And I, I couldn't recommend anything more. Like, I'm moving on to a point now where basketball – it's in the back burner, right? But, like – it's already conditioned me to believing or to having a new like approach to life. Like I'm going into, uh, to school now, man, I, I still look at it like it, it's the court, man. I still, I still look at it like, man, I'm the baddest mother <laughs> in this place. And I don't care. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. You could have been national champion. You could be the best mathematics student from the point you were six to now when you're 18. I don't care. Even though I just started focusing on this for the past couple years. I mean, look, that philosophy to life is so you. And if anybody, if I know anybody that were to just live in America their whole life, be like, hmm. Pack up all my stuff, go across the ocean. Oh, it, it's it's Markel. I want to go to Markel. Tokyo. Yeah. Eventually. Well, I plan on studying abroad in Tokyo. Maybe if I stay with computer science. So I you can know. see this man going there, not knowing a lick of Japanese. Oh at yeah, all. and he <laughs> would just he would he would go there, plop down, not know any Japanese. Just just, he would just live. He would he would he would just live. So we're gonna have to link up. We're gonna have to go to a trip to Japan. All all three of us oh, we actually definitely have to go. Yeah, man. It, that that's amazing, but um, yeah, I I remember researching his school um, back when he told me about it. I was like, "Yep, this place is a a, a great blend. 
He's, he'll be able to play, keep playing basketball, maybe be able to jump um, to a higher division of sports if he wants to. But if not, he will be, have, be receiving elite education. And uh, we're going to talk about the future of transportation. I just added that to the docket, man. So yes, I know I know that's definitely something you'd love to talk about. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to get to that. Um, but in the in the title of your school, it says School of the Mines. So you're going to be like in down in the caves, bro? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be with them. Uh, Coal miners? Actors, you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> rock all day. <laughs> <laughs> chink, chink, chink. Yeah, man. Oh, that, that is so cool. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Is there anything else, man? That uh, we can, uh, you oh, know, yeah, get, get to know Markel stuff before we go. Oh, yeah. one cool thing about the school is yeah. it has like the only drive-in stadium for football. So, really? Like, on the yeah. side, it's like it's like in the side of a hill. Okay. So on the side, there's like parking lots and there's rows. So oh, that's raw. Oh, look and down. watch the game. That is insane. Yeah, that cool. is pretty cool. Insane. That's cool. Can't that's do that in Florida. Flat. I'm, I'm <laughs> after, I've never been to South Dakota, so that'll you'll be my excuse. At, at some point in those four years, uh, that'll be um, my excuse to go to South. Have you ever been to Rhode Island? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, so, so I'll come to Rhode yeah, Island. We'll have to we'll have to do both. That'll be our excuse to go to these states. Uh, yeah, that you would otherwise never go to. Yeah, man. Well, I was gonna say, we talk about the basketball a lot, but I don't think they've really seen it. So one of these days we gonna have to put in some basketball oh. clips here. Oh yeah, clips. I should <laughs> show them what's up. Maybe man. do a Enlightened Brothers scrimmage event. Oh yeah, that. Oh, that oh you be... know we we need to do. Man, why are we? We always said we're not gonna just make. The, we're gonna expand upon this channel. It, it sucks that we started so late. Um, that we, but it was also a blessing that we started so late. But at some point we're gonna have to we're gonna have to commit even harder. So we're gonna invite Markel again, and we're gonna have to do some things outside of the bounds of just podcasting. Yeah. So purely YouTube content, you know, maybe basketball game, you know, go and screw around. We're all three of us, you know, maybe vlog. Why not? Yeah, I mean, okay. we're gonna have to go to the. Have you been to the comic book store yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, been the, the did you know there's a comic book store? I didn't know. There's a comic book In store behind Five Guys. Yeah. Yes, for real. Yes, Burgers a comic book store. Fries. Right, you want to go today? Yeah, <laughs> I have work today. One to seven. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to do some more uh, Light and Brothers events. So let's keep that, Emery. I know you have those lists going on in your head. So let's keep that in the back burner and uh, get some uh, Light and Brothers events going on Heck before yeah. we head out, man. But um, yeah, man. Uh, that's. I mean, that's definitely not the end of the story to uh, Markel, and we're going to have to get him back on another episode when we're not uh, up against time. But I think, uh, are we ready to move yeah, on? We've or? learned about Markel, now let's learn about the state of the world. Mm-hmm. All right, sir. man. Uh, so, what, are we going to start with mine? or Let's start with mine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ask so me that tap lop. Okay. Huh? huh? Oh, tap lop. All right. <laughs> so, how'd y'all sleep? <laughs> Not too well, actually. I went to bed at four, man. Yeah, oh, I understand. I went to bed pretty late. I flew in last night at like ten thirty and get home. Oh, you like flew one. here? Yeah. Nice. You know we had to get to the airport three hours early in Charlotte. That's crazy. Damn. Actually, yeah, I, I, um, I was just in Charlotte Airport. It's not as bad as Boston, but Charlotte uh, was that Charlotte was real, bro. Mm-hmm. I've never been to um, any of the Carolinas. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's go, Emery. All right. So recently, um, in our past episodes, we introduced you to cryptocurrency. And I'm going to talk about this with a hope that you have a little bit of understanding of that. But if not, I'll give a like brief rundown of like terms that I'm using. But anyway, recently, social media influencers have been promoting the use of or like the investments of like um, scam altcoins. 
and altcoins are basically cryptocurrencies that were created after Bitcoin, uh, hence the name alternative coin. And there, you could think of them as things like Dogecoin, um, MILF token, um, among other Cummies. things. Cummies. Cum rocket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I have to bleep that out because that is a is legit coin. It's, there is a cryptocurrency. It was function. It was supposed to. Um, be the engine the engine currency behind a decentralized adult cinema um platform mm-hmm. and the 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 currency was um like the whole thing was called cum rocket and the individual coins were called cummies wow you learn Am something new every day <laughs> yeah what are the, what are they trading? I think at Elon right Musk now? Elon Musk was trying to drive up. The what price. are they What are they trading at right now? Uh, I don't know. I haven't researched. I haven't. I haven't researched that far because I was like something I'd have I was going to put my money into it because it sounded like something like that the future would actually have, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been, I've been chilling out on crypto recently, just uh, building up my money. Isn't but. that always online? Whatever you invest in, yeah, due to blockchain, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's anonymous. I mean, it's anonymous. Oh, so it I is? don't, I don't, nobody's going to know that I put my money other than if I told y'all that I put my money into cummies, but yeah. Well, I'll let you guys know I'm going to invest in cummies. <laughs> I'm playing. I got uh, some sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sheep, sheep. Oh, sheep. No, my God. Sheep. I, 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 you made a face. Okay, I heard you say Polygon. I actually think Polygon's great. I have a yeah, lot of, I have some Polygon. <laughs> Polygon is my third most invested coin. Mm. Ethereum being number one. I have a little bit of Ethereum. Yeah, yeah. Even Ethereum's an altcoin, but those are like. But that, like the, Ethereum is legit. I think Ethereum is going to be legit. Oh no, they're, yeah. they're legit. Yeah, I think Ethereum will. I mean, be technically, it's an altcoin, but, but um, just because it was created after. Bitcoin. Yeah, but um, when you hear of altcoins, you're really hearing about like these. You could think of them as like kind of tech startup equivalents of yeah. uh, cryptocurrencies. Right. So. Um, these altcoins, a lot of social media influencers like FaZe Clan, um, Tana Monjo, I don't know if you guys know her, uh, Aiden Ross, Rice Gum, mm-hmm. they've been promoting these things to their fans who are like, uh, I'd say they're the de- age demographic of their fans is like middle schoolers to like early high schoolers because they suck to me, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> humble opinion. But uh, yeah. these guys, um, they've been promoting these altcoins and um they're scams these altcoins that they're uh they've been promoting are uh using this method that they call the pump and dump which is where major investors aka these youtubers are investing into this coin and then they're um telling their um social media followers followers to invest in the coin and then once the coin reaches the peak value they're auto- they're selling it and the people that they told their audience to invest in these coins are left to dry out mm-hmm. because uh, the coin has freaking tanked. And they're getting a lot of flack for this. I don't know the legal extremities of this, if they can like be like taken to jail because at the end of the day, it's your choice whether you want to invest or not. But it's really a scummy thing to do. What do you guys think about it? Well, well oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I know some were the FaZe Clan members. I know some were um, suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some were removed indefinitely, but um, I don't know about the legal side of it. But I know that they shouldn't have, you know, the popularity that they have right now. They should definitely take some type of hit. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so you're a fan of cancel culture? Not cancel <laughs> cultures, but isn't it a bro? If but you're playing with somebody, money. I'm not a money man. Yeah. Exactly. You know, this is people's livelihoods. I yeah. think That's something worthy of cancel culture, kind of. I agree, definitely. but also, so here's the thing. 
Do I think they should be jailed? Absolutely not. Um, not absolutely, but I don't think this is jail worthy. Um, not prison time, at least. But um, for one, like, I, I think we can all agree that they're doing wrong. Like that's or in a, a, from a certain perspective, they're doing wrong, right? But um, I just, I, me being you know a crypto cowboy and everything, I just see this as bad players taking advantage of a good game. Mm-hmm. So cryptocurrency in the to- the technology in general is something i see as being the currency of our future it's decentralized nature it's speed it's um anonymity and the resistance to in the inflationary forces and stuff like that i believe far surpass any um uh fiat currency correct um but its reliance on human uh, on humanity right now uh, could be seen as its fault. Um, it's it's one of its greatest strengths and one of its greatest faults. And in that reliance on humanity, um, you're able to you know drive up the market because it's the its value is based off of purely like human and like player values, right? Yeah. So if they value a certain coin, then its value rises up above others, just like any other currency does. But the so, thing yeah. is, in this case, yeah. Like these tokens are cryptocurrencies are meaningless. Well, yeah. Like because like the system that the um that this is going through is these developers of the cryptocurrency are paying the influencers mm-hmm. first of all to uh, sponsor them. Yeah. And like give them a shout out because you know at the end of the day who's gonna really invest in your uh, coin if they know n- any, nothing about it. Yeah. So first they have to get th- that level of fame uh, and recognition titled to the coin. And then uh, they're also giving these influencers um, free coins, yeah, as an incentive for them to like go ahead and give them a shout out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that and that's the worst part because um, they're taking advantage of a technology. And mm-hmm. now for the people who uh, you know love you know, love and adore their fiat currency and are afraid of crypto, they can just be like, "This is why cryptocurrency is a scam." Because there's so much prop, especially well because of over the last two months, really that uh, the whole crypto market has seen a huge drop. Um, And I'm just slowly chipping away, getting some more, you know. But the whole market has seen a drop. And we see all these people now talking about crypto is a scam. This, that, and the third. Like, people are hating on crypto and just all all this stuff in in general. Um, And this is just more fuel to their fire, basically. And I, I think it's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate for sure. Yeah, but the specifics surrounding the this whole FaZe Clan situation, uh, oh, I forgot to introduce them. If you don't know, FaZe is a popular uh, esports organization. Ooh, uh, yeah, I, I just got a, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off like that. I just got a grasp on this whole situation then. Yeah, they're uh, hearing the FaZe Clan thing again. Now I'm starting to remember actually who they are. Yeah. Uh, that I guess that's why you called their fans like, Middle schoolers, <laughs> because I I was like I wasn't thinking I was like phase rug rug oh but that was okay yeah. and, and I, I heard it added in Ross and all these people I just see them on you I see their no like their names on YouTube I don't watch their videos but yeah, yeah their hold that they have on the youth um their their hold that they had on the youth and them taking advantage of it yeah that is uh that's pretty that's pretty bad um and, and but I also know like you know middle schoolers can't invest but maybe yeah. they're, they're telling their parents oh right. this is something to really look into yeah and uh maybe 
I was like limiting that age demographic, but they do have a lot of older fans. Oh, really? Maybe not so wise older fans. Older teens? Yeah, yeah. Old, maybe people like in their early 20s uh, okay. and stuff like that. That okay. are just esports, so you know, gamers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just gamers okay. in yeah. general. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, people that really watch them, to me, kind of immature for your taste. Okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, th- all these, like, people that aren't really paying attention, mm-hmm. that are just riding this crypto wave. Yeah. And just listening to what they hear others say and not doing their own due diligence and going out and doing their own research are really being misled here. Yeah. Well, we live in a capitalistic and opportunistic uh, society. Mm -hmm. And cryptocurrency, again, being an amazing technology that one day will be the structure of our uh, future economics, right? Um, Right now, it's just, you know, that people look at it. People say... um, People call it trading stocks and stuff like that. Like they're they're looping it in with all these other things, mm-hmm. and they're just functioning off a simple mathematic um, at this point. And eh, I mean, to each their own. I guess they can do that. But um, and most people I know that put their money into crypto, like yeah, everybody wants a profit for sure. Yeah, that that's that. It feels good. You want to earn money, and it's a smart it's a smart thing to do if you're trying to make a living for yourself and make money. But um. I think that there is not enough understanding of what the technology actually is, and I'd I'd um I'd I'd promote that more than anything. Yeah, but more on to the specifics of this whole thing. Okay. Faze Banks, who is one of the founders of the Faze organization, um, on Twitter he was uh you know those Twitter giveaways. Okay. And like they um tell like people to like, retweet, and like go follow somebody. Mm-hmm. He basically shouted out Bank Social, which is this um altcoin. And then he said that um, he would give away $15,000 worth of bank social to uh, one lucky winner. Yeah. And uh, he was promoting this along with other FaZe members that were commenting under it and, like, saying that they got big earnings from it. Um, And at the time that the tweet was made for this giveaway on bank social, it wasn't even worth that much. So it was impossible for those FaZe members to get those big earnings. So, first of all, they were capping. They were yeah. lying about that, which is, in itself is, is hugely wrong to do to your audience of yeah. loving supporters and followers. Mm. And uh, he deleted the tweet soon after, after like um, a lot of people already put into bank social. And he's been acting like uh, he never like talked about it. And he's been trying to like dodge the fire that he's been getting online for that. That's crazy. Yeah. Anything? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I think... Uh, now there's lots of content creators, oh, shit, us being content creators mm-hmm. as well that truly like love their people that support their their um product. Well, right? ours isn't anything in comparison, but still, yeah, it's ours just is, a thought. Ours is nothing in comparison, and frankly, we probably know 98 percent of the people that are watching. Maybe mm-hmm. I assume that we know. I assume that we're even if they don't tell us, because they're people that know us that just have never told us that they listen yeah. to podcasts. But I think we know 95 to 98 percent of the people that listen, um, uh, with the exception of maybe a few. But actually, no, probably like 90, I'd assume 96. Okay, I'd assume 96%. Um, I believe it's closer to more like 80, 75. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. And my mom, she she was talking about how other people, you know. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, that, hey, that's awesome then. Yeah, okay. Well, the further Let's we go. get from that, then yeah. Let's go. That, that, yeah, you know what? I need to have more faith in us. And we then, actually don't see the audio listens. That's the problem. And then yeah. another thing is like you also, there's also things where people will come across it naturally, yeah. you know. Yeah, just, that's true. Yeah, YouTube you know, recommendations. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, stuff. so yeah, it's it's probably less. Um, 
Anyway, though, and then there's people like, well, you assume, like, I think, like, uh, Cash Nasty, uh, Dashy Games. Uh, you, like, uh, I don't know how much Corey Kenshin falls into this, but, like, there's people that also, like, truly adore the people that listen mm-hmm. to him, right? Um, and then there's people that I think that just see them as nodes in a computer game don't care and they're like you know f y'all i'm just gonna i'm yeah, you guys man. are giving me money that's all they care about and bro there's a it seems like they're in this part of this yeah aiden ross mm-hmm. um a 2k streamer i think yeah i don't really watch him he really blew up recently yeah and he was promoting i said earlier mentioned um milf token yeah and that was another coin that crashed in value and he was telling people to invest in it and he later on said that he apparently told his viewers not to invest in it and he only shouted them out because he got a bag and his viewers should have been smart enough to do their own research yeah where he never said this at all he was literally telling people to invest in it because why would you do the opposite of what somebody who's sponsoring you tells you to do you wouldn't get a payout from doing that well, so that well, makes no sense. One thing is, there's a point there where doing your own research, you know, a lot of people are in it for the money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if you are going to invest, be safe, you know, make sure you do your own research. Right. But, um, yeah, it's also, you know, his character. I mean, I think that was also oh, yeah. obvious, too. Like, just yeah. seeing the videos and the stuff that he'd be doing is yeah. like, you know. Oh, he's, I mean, he's, he's right at the end of the day that yeah. you should be not just mindlessly follow anything that you see, but it does say something about you when you, um, like willingly doing something like this, that could potentially hurt those people that support you day in and day out that make your entire living because that's these people, they run on content creation. Oh yeah. Not like they work a nine to five. So how are you literally going to betray the people that make you who you are? He, he only lives that lifestyle because of those people. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. This is uh, this is an interesting topic, and it, it, it broadens the scope for me a little bit. Um, when I just think about humans inherently want to follow something, right? For the most part, uh, many many people either want to follow something or they want to be the one that other that others follow. Um, there's this new docu series, kind of docu series that instantly pulled me in that I started this morning uh, called "How to Be a Tyrant," um, and so it brings in, you know, uh, Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Stalin, um, some other popular tyrants across time. And um, uh, basically, the first episode, basically, it, it, it's kind of it's um, um, patterned out like the art of war in a sense. It's just it's, it's bring, taking you through the steps of how to become a tyrant. Um, so it, it's it, it, I think. He, I don't know if he's a tyrant, but he, he leads people in a certain way. But anyway, one of these steps is to like, is basically to take advantage of the weakness of your following. And I mean, I think many people who lead do that in a certain uh, respect, but is it necessarily right? Like, I don't know if you, and it depends on what weakness, and not everything's a weakness. You you take advantage of certain traits, but once you start taking advantage of their weaknesses, then, you know, that starts to debilitate your character in a yeah. sense. I don't know why. I, I This is a recurring theme. Yeah. Something I say a lot, though, but manipulation really is easy. Oh, yeah. think about it. Yeah. And a lot of people love taking the easy way but out. But you have to be smart about it, too. If you could take advantage of others to gain what you want, why would you do it yourself? Yeah. I mean... Speaking from a logical perspective, that seems obvious, mm-hmm. but like 
you got to also take into account morals, apparently, which these people do not have. Oh, yeah. And, no. you know, they're just seeing the gain for them, not the loss for others. Yeah. But um, in, in totality, as the crypto cowboy, the resident crypto cowboy of this show, um, even though Markel is in it um, a little bit, too. And you just turned 18. Have you started putting anything no. in it? Not yet. No. Um, I, I think this, uh, you know, stuff like this obviously doesn't do well for the overall view on the technology. But um, I, and a lot of people are just like, oh, the government's going to destroy it. The government's going to do this. The government's going to do that. Um, my opinion is that at the end of the day, ideas run. Ideas um, win out. The smartest ideas will eventually win out. The smartest ideas will eventually drive us into the future. Um, regardless of whatever malevolence or bad playing is going on, because there's people who speculate, oh, we have the cure for cancer, we have the cure for AIDS, but the government is uh, you know, holding it back. The government wants everybody to keep buying up all these pills, keep going to the pharmacy, all these things, all these things, all these things. And, you know, it may be true, but there will come a point in time where things like this get out. There will come a point in time where, you know, if they're, if these UFOs just turn out to be U.S. technology or something, there will become a point in time where those things are brought to the mainstream. All these things um, that, are, that may be hidden in the dark or things that may be shoved into the dark like crypto might um, be for, you know, a little bit of time. I think the good, the good and the best ideas will eventually win out. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. All right. Is that a tie the bow? Couldn't have said it any other way. All right. All right. So moving along. I actually, uh, this is going to be an amazing topic for the day. And um, I was very much excited to talk about this. I knew I wanted to talk about something in the world of physics um, this week. So probably the next, my next big science topic um, cause right now, nothing, nothing major newsworthy. Um, there's a few things newsworthy going on. Nothing I wanted to touch on. So I was just like, okay, let me pull something out of the, the back burner. Um, but then I asked and a very, a very kind friend was just like, Oh, talk about the end of the universe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why haven't I talked about this yet? I knew I wanted to do something physics, but why haven't I talked about like our destiny? Um, from a physics perspective. Uh, so I pretty much, a lot of this, I did have to do a little bit extra research um, just to basically formalize my thoughts, impressions, and the things that I've already known. But um, yeah, I spent uh, the last like many hours re- uh, going over this. And I don't know, I think it, I think it breeds some interesting, uh, interesting uh, conclusions and um, some interesting directives to what humanity will have to do. Um, one day. So I will begin with some quotes. Uh, But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the son, but the father only. That was from the Bible. This one from T.S. Eliot. This is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. All right. So I'll just let those sit for a little bit. You can think about it. You can pause the episode, whatever. Um, and now I'll begin to talk about our fate. But before we can get on to talking about our fate, we must discuss how it all began. So before, you know, I usually, I always pattern my science topics like that. Before I dive into the multiple, there's a multitude of ways that people theorize the universe began. But how do you guys see it as be beginning? How did everything begin? Well, I... I think I've made it clear. I think science and religion are correlated. So yes. 
obviously scientifically the big bang yeah but even before the big bang i believe uh like i stated in genesis there yeah. was nothing yeah only god right so i think god formulated the big bang which um you know led to earth being created yeah as to evolution i don't know my take on that uh, how, how the universe in, evolved yeah i yeah. do believe in adam and eve okay but maybe adam and eve were um, from an evolved state. Or yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think it's, I think that's perfectly possible also. Um, yeah. Just to reiterate what you said, like the, this quote that I, I don't know why I was being idiotic and didn't put the scripture, uh, which verse, which book, but, um, yeah, it ends with, but the father only. And I, I think that's powerful. Um, cause I, I do think there, I mean that, that physics and, uh, and spirituality can certainly coincide, but, uh, yeah. How, how do you, how do you see it? Um, well, like Emory said, yeah. I feel like they tie into each other. I definitely yeah. there's some type of entity yeah. or God, okay. you know, that created everything with yeah. the Big Bang, uh-huh. you know. But um, I don't, I don't really know, you know. I don't know how to feel about yeah. in some like religion. Okay. You know? Well, I mean, and look, it's it's really just, I mean, this is a safe space here too. So whatever you believe, let it out. Um, and I'm known to have like just i'm trying to figure this out i'm constantly trying to figure out like why are we here what is the origin of everything Mm -hmm. and like yeah we talked about it last episode like you know it can be viewed from different perspectives so like the entity thing is what everybody uh many people seem to agree with but is it one anthropomorphic uh person jesus and god like that or is it like multiple renditions of a god or is it a group of people is it people behind a computer screen because we're in a simulation who knows but yeah um there there's multiple ways and uh but from a physics perspective from um, our human knowledge where we have uh, gone so uh so far there's like how many did i put down there's like uh there's five no four four that i've written down many different ways in which people think that the universe may have begun um but three are three are how it began um and one could also be how it began but it also is um a way that we could begin to create a universe ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So to start off, what you guys pointed toward is um, traditional Big Bang cosmology, um, that the universe began at a singularity, which is an infinitesimal point with infinite mass and infinite density, um, and then, bang, explosion, and the universe expanded, um, first from being a hot gas and then going into a, a cool state and settling into the energy state that we live in today. Um, this is, this was flawed in many ways. Um, but so from, from the flaws of the traditional bang, big bang cosmology, um, also this was, um, basically found out through general relativity, which I've talked about in a few, uh, in a few episodes, um, and a a few other mathematical issues, um, because that traditional big bang cosmology was actually, you can actually, um, mathematically, uh, diagram it through Newtonian uh, mechanics. So just basically how does a gas evolve from a small point? Um, moving on from that, we get to inflationary cosmology. This is the biggest, um, the biggest field in cosmology now. I love cosmology. Um, this is what most people probably think of the universe, um, where, where it's come from. So cosmic, uh, cosmic inflation is actually, um, a way to describe what brought about the big bang. Cause like people ask like, Oh, did the universe have a beginning? Okay. There was a big bang. Why? Cosmic inflation, um, actually tries to explain why this happened. So, um, cosmic inflation basically 
um, functions from an inflation field. So this comes from quantum field theory. I'm getting a little too technical right now. I'm sorry. Um, mm -hmm. But have, as we've talked about before on this show, um, that you know, the universe is conducted through these quantum fields. Um, we've talked about the standard model in episode 21. We have uh, these, uh, you have fermions and bosons, fermions being the matter, matter particles, bosons being the force-carrying particles. But also underlying, uh, among those, those are all quantum fields, but there's also other quantum fields for, you know, Higgs boson, and this is another one, for the inflaton field. My first time reading that, I messed up the... Actually, no, I, I just kept reading inflation. My mind tricked me. <laughs> then I noticed there was no I. Yes, it is the inflaton field, um, which um, produces the inflaton particle. Um, but this inflaton field functions at a high energy. So the this what I'm going to talk about right now is internal eternal inflation. So imagine you can close your eyes, whatever. I always see the field as yellow, but imagine this sea of just inflating space right so this in, infl inflaton field is always expanding um but what creates our universe which i talked about in episode e 20 or 18 either 18 or 20 um or 14 shit um what brought this about i used to call it a markdown right this uh, happens from quantum uncertainty but this is um from a more technical perspective, the inflation field undergoes a phase transition. So it's at this high energy state, right? And then it trans, it trans, uh, undergoes a, fa a phase transition. And then basically what happens, it needs to go down to a lower energy state. But it has all this potential energy. So it releases this potential energy as matter and radiation. That sounds a lot like the Big Bang. Mm -hmm. So, and then this, then it settles at a low energy state. But this happens... This happens in the first 10 to the negative 35 and 10 to the negative 34 seconds. We can't even pick, like, our human, limited human brains can't even conceptualize that other than mathematics. But, like, even quicker than, like, we can think, just massive expansion, yeah. massive expansion, right? Um, but, obviously, once it starts to near this, um, this uh, um, lower energy state, it slows down. This expansion is... Um, well, like I said, general relativity before, this expansion is um, actually brought from repulsive gravity. So we all think of gravity as what brings this paper down, right, pulling. We always think of gravity as an attractive force. But what Einstein theorized and what Einstein has found is that high energy densities can produce matter that will actually turn gravity on its head and create repulsive gravity. So this is negative energy, right? That's literally pushing away. It's so like... I'm yeah. sitting down right now. My butt's hurting. It's because I'm getting dragged down. Yeah, exactly. But my body's um, what it, what do you call it? Of uh, the normal force, the responding. Yeah, yeah the, the responding force, force yeah. is pushing against it. Yeah, absolutely. The tension's in my butt. Mm -hmm. So if we if we were to if we were to have like negative matter, which is what I'm going to bring up pretty soon, if we were to have negative negative matter, we could create this repulsive gravity, right, from negative energy, basically pushing out, um, expanding the universe. Um, yeah, and this this is also rhythmic. This this can be rhythmic. So the the inflation is high, then the phase transition hap um, it happens in our universe. It expands our universe, but then it stops. Gravitation takes over. So this was slowing down up until five billion years ago, um, and then the universe begins to accelerate again. That's what we see now. Science has showed us that the universe is expanding as time goes on. Everything is being pushed apart, um, and I just think that's crazy that like our universe is so static because like what have you guys seen do you guys see the universe as just something like being there like always like flat and not moving or do you guys also like do you guys have an intuition of it changing 
No, I always see it changing. Okay, this game constantly. Moving. Okay, yeah. I think of it as infinity when I think of the universe. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just think that I just think that one is crazy. So before I go on to the next way, the next and final way that the universe could be created using this, uh, you know, general uh, relativity perspective, right? There's also something I came across um the other day, and it's called quantum foam. Foam? Quantum, quantum foam. foam, right? So you think of foam as Why you know is everything quantum, bro. Because that's that's what patterns that's what patterns are in universe now, quantum mechanics. But quantum foam, which um I'm gonna definitely go into more research, but I read this in a book um, not too long ago, and it just fascinated me. But it's like, you know, we, we see space and time, right? There's space and time around us, but the What? My bad. What'd you just what was that, bro? <laughs> what was that? Keep going, bro. You saw a bug? No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, before you start, yeah, yeah, I would like to say that yeah. quantum. I like that word. Really oh, yeah, but it, it rolls off. The quantum, quantum is an amazing. Is I don't like, know whoever created nice that is awesome. When you yeah. say when you hear quantum, you just automatically have a heightened senses, like your brain what? is just elevated. Yes, <laughs> that's why they throw it around in movies. Quantum this, quantum that. Um, but yeah, quantum foam, right? So it's the little tiny like particles. I call I like to call them pixels. The little tiny pixels that create everything, that create all space and time around us, right? Mm. So. If you were to, if you were able to basically um, interact with one of these little bubbles, foam bubbles, right, and give it this um, negative energy, right, you could, and this is also could be how our universe began. You could take one of these little quantum foam space bubbles and expand it into another universe, mm. which is that is absolutely insane. Like a seed. Yeah. Well, right, and they're all around us. It's like literally the space time that we move through that that we're in, right? But yeah, you can you, in manipulating this quantum foam, you can make the bubble grow massive. For the end of the universe, is there a theory on that being related to the end of time? Oh, uh, yeah, it would I be mean, like there. It's kind of the same thing, but like yeah. time, like thinking of time as finite and like functioning in a negative, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I think. Well, I'm definitely gonna get to that. I'm definitely gonna get to that. I'm. I'm uh, I, and I think. I think that'll come up. Honestly, I think that'll come up. Um, because when you end space, I mean, space and time are coupled, yeah. so they're they're all gonna end. But um, yeah. So, th- but then the last the last way that the universe could have began um, is through string theory. String theory is the ultimate um, attempt at creating a theory of everything. Because um, the goal of physics is to describe everything that happens on a piece of paper in an equation that is about an inch wide, right? Um, so we all know a little bit about string theory if you listen to this uh, show, but the fact that you go inside the atoms, you see all these little things, right? And you keep um, going deeper and deeper, and you find these subatomic particles. And even inside the subatomic particles, you find elementary particles, right? And we thought elementary particles, the one-dimensional uh, points that um, govern our universe. No, even inside those elementary particles are strings, right? And all of these particles are just renditions of different vibrations on the string so i love string theory because like it's like the world is music right so yeah. each in each each frequency each strum of the guitar you get a different type of particle i just think that's kind of cool um that's not re- i mean that that is kind of what it is but um um in terms of cosmology in terms of how our universe began um it, string theory theorizes that our three-dimensional spatial universe you we have x y and z length width and depth right um is actually restricted to a brain. So um, brain is spelled B-R-A-N-E. 
Um, yeah, so just think think of it as a thin uh, rectangular prism, right? Whatever, and the the strings in our three dimensional universe is restricted to this to this brain, right? Is to a, a certain entity, right? Um, but these individual brains they move through a higher dimensional space. So just if you can use your imagination, think of these like think of the rectangular prism, right? And think of us being stuck to that higher dimensional thing, and then. And we're, we're points. We're stuck to this prism, right? And then it moves in another universal space, right? So it is just these, all these, these sheets of universes fly, uh, moving through higher dimensional space. This space is called the bulk, right? Um, but the only, the only force that leaks, because um, there's other, there's three other forces: the strong nuclear force, the weak nuclear force, and electromagnetism. Those don't leave our universe, but gravity can leak out of our universe. Uh -huh. So we think that these, um, gra this gravity and maybe other attractive forces can bring these brains to attracting each other. So this um, theorizes the Big Bang happening from a collision of brains. Literally, so we. This means we live in a multiverse, right? Two. Multiple universes, universes literally crashing into each other. A universe, not a galaxy, universes crashing into each other. And the energy from that breeding the matter and radiation that causes uh, that causes our um, our our the cause the Big Bang. So was reality being created off chance? Based yeah. on that, because like, mm -hmm. what are the what are the odds of two universes and all that empty space colliding with each other? Exactly, that's where um, that that yeah. So mathematics, statistics, and also quantum uncertainty. Because quantum uncertainty, I'm not going to talk about that now. Quantum uncertainty from that could have also just bred a universe. You know, because I always talk about there's this tiniest chance we would have to wait till the end of time, but there's the tiniest chance that we all could just fall through the floor right now due to quantum uncertainty, right? Wait, but what created that? empty space if there was nothing what is the essence of nothing that's the problem that is my issue with it most physicists will tell you it has no meaning most physicists will tell you it has no meaning right that is the thing <laughs> it's like saying what is north of the north pole it has no it has no meaning from a from a logical from a logical sense um i've spent too much time on talking about that i tried to condense it down but these are all the ways that um the universe could have started the string theory one this could be cyclic so maybe one day in the future our universe ends by us crashing into a universe again starting this process over oh. um so now we're going to talk about our fate so before um we get on to our fate i'm going to talk about one more thing it's dark energy Dark energy makes up for about 68% of the entire universe. Dark energy is the energy that is accelerating our universe, the uh, energy that has now overcome gravitation and is pushing all these galaxies apart, pushing all these galaxies away from each other, right? Um, so the interesting thing about um, um, dark energy is that we see all these stars now in many years' time, um, thousands, thousands upon billions upon trillions, right? those will vanish from our cosmic perspective. Those that we see now will be outside of our observable universe because they will be pushed apart so, uh, so much. So that's another phenomenon that we can talk about. So now is, gonna, is time to actually get into our fate. Um, so before I get into it, do you guys have any idea of what could be our fate? What could be the fate of our universe? What, how, how would it all end? Well, I don't think we'll last until the, the end of the universe. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, um... I don't know. I kind of see like an implosion of just uh, mm. 
<laughs> well, that's literally hey, what TSI the, the world ending not with a bang, but with a whimper. Like little. Yeah, that 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 I never. That's crazy. That 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 the big plop. <laughs> what about uh, you, Ermy? If you try to think of it from a religious perspective, the world or Earth, not the universe, has already ended before, and that begs the question: Is was that in this same universe? Because okay. you know, like um, how God flooded the earth, yeah, and Noah's Ark and all that. If this is the second Earth, is this the second Earth in this same universe, or was that a separate universe? Mm. And a multiversal perspective. Uh, I like the. I'd like to think things go out with a bang. Okay. But maybe not. We're not here, like Markel said. I don't know if we'll <laughs> yeah. be able, be here for that bang, but Earth going out in a boom. Mm, it's gonna be a silent boom because you know the noise in space. But so both of you guys, boom. both of you guys have actually um, characterized the traditional end to the universe called the Big Crunch, mm. right? So um, the Big Crunch functions um, off of a symmet- of a symmetry, right? So we think, okay, the universe started from a point, expansion happened. Okay, well, if they, everything is if things are symmetrical, then the expansion has to slow down. So then gravity will take over. Then eventually, all the gravity will bring everything in back into an infinitesimal point. Some people think, okay, it's back at that point. Then it happens again, comes back down, happens again, comes back down, over and over and over. That's the cyclic nature. Um, I think that's an interesting, interesting way to think about. But we'll get to a few other ways in which the universe could end. Um, before we get to the universe ending, we're going to go um, 4 billion years into the future. So now our universe will be 17.8 billion years old. Um, and the Andromeda galaxy, which is another galaxy out there, and our Mil- Milky Way galaxy will actually collide. They're going to crash into each other and form a mega galaxy. Um, so this will be the end of our galaxy. Um, many giant stars will be created due to a large amount of gas and a lot of, a lot of gravitation being pulled in. Um, but in the center will be a massive black hole. And it's going to be it's super pretty. The graphics, I can show you guys a picture later. There's a massive back black hole in the middle of it with all this radiation and matter spinning around it. It's a, a super cool light show. But it's also crazy gravitational effects, right? So... We're about to crash into this whole, um, this other galaxy, right? And we know that gravity comes from, um, is created by this positive energy in, um, this attractive gravity is created by positive energy and matter and energy, right? Um, so think of all the massive objects that could be in other galaxies, right? Black holes, planets, stars, whatever, right? It's possible that our sun could just be flung from our galaxy, right? Because we're we're right now oscillating around our, our I mean, our Earth, sorry, or the, our sun is oscillating around the center of the galaxy, right? But it could be possible that our solar system or anything in our solar system is just flung to another side of the universe. Why I was just thinking of all I thought of both those things. I was, first yeah. of all, I was like, what if Earth got swallowed by a black hole? Oh, that's that one, that'd that's be tough. One thing. And what if uh, we lost the sun and like Earth went dark? Well, yeah, it wouldn't just go dark. It would be the end of days. But oh yeah, well I'm glad you brought. All instantly die. Yeah, I mean, and us, our whole planet getting near a black hole would just be, you know, we we have no chance. But well, but that's what we're going to talk about soon. I'm going to talk about our chances of survival. But you just brought up the sun. What happens um, two years later? Because this is, it's going to be beautiful when our, because um, the thing is, though, 
we we pretty much think that nothing will collide. Things will just start to slide around each other due to gravitation. But um, two years later, the the light show will end because the sun is going to start to burn out. Unfortunately, our beautiful sun that uh, gives us all our energy today. The reason why we can make the podcast, the reason why we are here, um, we come from sun. The our 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 elements um, come from the sun, and uh, this is also poetic, right? Um, if you give your but a quick sidebar, right? Because all the uh, all the elements we have are, uh, come from the sun in a certain way, but gold um, doesn't isn't just like given off by the sun right certain things need to happen so if you're proposing or you know giving your girl a gift or your man a gift in the future you um sons have to actually die to create gold so you could give her that golden chain and be like mm. a sun had to die for this or a star <laughs> sorry a star had to die for this that i just think that's kind of cool and poetic um but anyway um because right now it's fusing helium to give us this energy. Eventually, or sorry, hydrogen to give us this energy. Eventually, the hydrogen will run out. It'll start to use helium. This will cause the sun to swell. The sun will swell, turn into a red giant. But as the sun gets 1.5 times bigger, it starts to swallow Mercury. Then it'll swallow Venus. And then the sun will completely evaporate our atmosphere and evaporate all our oceans, sterilize Earth, and life on Earth will be done as we know it. What if that's the end? Nope, nope. All right, the end. Well, <laughs> yeah. hopefully the end. We'll be off this <laughs> hopefully, by thank the end. you. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Go ahead, everybody. We've been thinking yeah. of external forces ending, well, the universe. Yeah. But let's think of it in like a smaller scale. What about just the end of the Earth? What if like the core of the Earth imploded on itself? Uh, that would be a massive quantum uncertainty. It's pretty stable right now, but if mm-hmm. that happened. Uh, yeah, you know, we would, things would think really bad things would happen. Um, cause the core is what produces the magnetic field that, um, uh, protects us from, uh, harsh radiation from the sun. So we would get burnt to a crisp. Um, and you know, pretty much the same thing. Life on earth would um, be done as we know it. Instead of everything melting and being vaporized, it would just be a whole bunch of explosions. The bang yeah. that you guys are hoping for. Sounds kind of cool. Um, yeah, but the Earth will be uh, swallowed in. Um, you know, a few billion years later, all of the stars will start to burn out, right? Um, the uh, galaxies will turn into, or sorry, all the stars in the galaxy will turn into red stars. So all these red giants that I just talked about before with the sun, um, or all types of red giants, red dwarfs, everything. But we know red is a little is weaker than the other light. So this radiation, this heat, um, of course, the universe will start to cool down, and the universe will give this red glow. Um, then after that, um, ga- uh, gravity will eventually shrink these stars, these red stars, um, down into white dwarfs and white dwarfs are basically just a dead star. So we get to the dark times of the universe, right? It's just the universe of dead stars. So hopefully humans are still surviving in a certain perspective right now. We'll get to that in a little bit, but it's just the universe of dead stars, just no, no, not much heat giving off, just these lifeless entities. All the glow that we used to love, people looking up into the stars, seeing all the light, now vanished. The universe has gone dark. But there is still matter left over. And then after trillions of years, protons, protons will begin to decay. Um, the, they will decay into two photons and a positron, positron being the antiparticle to an electron. Um, so matter will literally melt at this point. So all the matter that is left over in the universe will just melt 
and calls for antimatter. Yeah. Well, yeah, antimatter will probably they'll probably you know maybe there'll be an antimatter universe, right? But um, yeah, matter will melt and the universe will just be reduced into a soup of particles. And if humans are still alive, the last possible source of energy we could use, we think right now, are black holes. Um, I was going to say semen. <laughs> wow. But black holes, they give off, they're, they're, they are giving off so little energy due to uh, Hawking radiation. But um, Hawking radiation also theorizes that black holes will also eventually shrink and disappear into nothingness as well. So then... Everything that I just said from the sun to the stars to the dead stars to the protons to the black holes dying out, that is called the heat death or the big freeze, right? There's always the big thing, right? This is the big freeze. The big freeze basically ends our universe from that. So every basically all the energy that we use, we just the universe runs out of gas. So we have the big crunch. You guys saying earlier that gravity takes over and then we get shrinked down to this little point, disappear. Then we have expansion and everything else just everlasting. And then um, these things dying out after expansion happens and all that stuff, right? And then the energy just, we run out of gas. That's the big freeze. Um, and then we also have uh, basically the big, the big rip. And the big rip is cosmic inflation continuing to happen because it's eternal we believe it's an eternal inflation right inflation just continues to happen gets stronger and stronger eventually literally ripping every all matter and everything apart just cosmic inflation ripping everything apart um so that is uh the big rip right and then we also have uh for the last one um there's two left but the other one is um cosmic uncertainty right so just the uncertainty principle um oh my gosh yeah oh how did how did you know sorry i got a text um yeah cosmic uncertainty for uh weird reasons right uh things just go out of whack and they uh, they like just things just disappear and inflate Mm. so yeah those are all the major ways that the universe get in so may end with a crunch down to a point may end with a rip may end with a heat death it also could end with like i was talking about earlier the reason why i brought in string theory us literally crashing into another universe again but out of a lot of these things universe starts universes start to create themselves again so it's a cyclic um thing and a cyclic uh pattern but yeah go ahead believe that the end of our universe is the creation of another one yeah it possibly it could possibly be or um a lot of people believe that universes Stephen Hawking believes that the universes are created out of nothing so because we know that nothing in vacuum there are still quantum fluctuations so is it really nothing Eh. but it could just be emptiness then in the other vast cosmos emptiness from there breeds a universe and that universe dies so it's just empty voids breeding universes how do we know like that universes are like the biggest construct of like our universe well we don't think it is um for at least i don't some people do 
Um, tra- like realms. Yeah, like, yeah. They're literal realms. So like many, some traditional physicists probably thought that this was the one universe. People in the 14th and beyond backward centuries, or no, even like 19th and back centuries, thought this was the one universe. But no, I am a major proponent. That's why I say this is the greatest podcast in the multiverse uh-huh. for a reason because <laughs> I believe yes, we do live in a multiverse. Um, so you believe in parallel universes? Yeah. So we're gonna go on to that. Deja vu. <laughs> it's, it's, it's time to open this up. Guys, um, Emery might might say this is uh, our fate. Um, I, I don't know how you think about this. I, I don't want to predict, but um, anyway, I don't want our story to end. Humanity being the greatest creations of all time, I believe we should prosper. So how do we escape this end of the universe, people? Any ideas? Come on. Hey, man, all good stories have an ending, though. Interdimensional travel. Okay, okay. So what what do you what do we need for this interdimensional travel, Marco? An energy source great enough to create portals. Okay. Um, we need time, so we'll probably have to hop to different planets. Yeah. You know, just to give us time to develop the technology. Yeah. At yeah. the very least. Um, and then figure out like first, is it possible? Yeah. And then, what are the consequences of doing it? Right. Because you know what happens yeah. if we go to to the next dimension and it's like what if it's nothing like that? <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying what if, you know here there's space and planets but there yeah. it's clowns and chickens yeah. like, <laughs> no here's so it could be anything yeah. yeah well here's the thing too we so what string theory is great at is um and this is also this goes in a religious spiritual perspective as well um what string theory is great at is um the the uh excuse me, is the prospect of fine-tuning. So there's all these different geometrical configurations to create our universe, right? It's like 10 to the 500 insane number, right? But there's these constants that are um, that pervade our universe. So, you know, we have speed of light, rest mass of electron. We have all these different constants in our universe that, that, all, that we function over. Um, things like um, the strength of the, the, the energy within the Higgs boson um, field and, or the Higgs field and stuff like that, right? So we have all these little constants. Changing up one of these numbers could breed an entire different mm-hmm. universe. Imagine the Higgs boson, the Higgs field being stronger or having a higher excitation in another universe. Everything would be thousands of times as heavier in that universe than here. So there's like all these different ways of like in different physics, right? But yes, I also um, that that is a, that's a great point to uh, to bring up. But for us to survive, we're gonna have to leave this universe if it's oh, gonna yeah. end. We're, but the availability of a multiverse. Maybe we develop some type of tra- uh, technology, right? So this starts now, though. Like, these technologies are literally giving us the powers that we can't even conceptualize right now. We're going to need the power not only to analyze our solar system, no, not only to analyze our galaxy, not only to analyze our cl- big cluster, not our universe, not not just the multiverse, but the mathematical probabilities of there being another multiverse out there just like us, but using the power of quantum uncertainty. they It's just like our universe, but that universe doesn't die off. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need that power. We're going to need to manifest the power to be able to have a scope of all the multiverses and travel to that one. Yeah. I can also see a human yeah. enhancement, you know. I was just about to move on to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, so what do you see? So you don't do you think what well, we can function off of this flesh and blood? Um, not right now. I can definitely see us, you know, finding a way to transfer our consciousness into different 
you know, more durable body. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or if not that, then some find a way to improve our body. You okay. Know, like not on like some heroes, but like also like really giving us powers, like being able. No, to, I think. Well, you know, um, do you guys believe in souls? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I think it's possible. Uh, me, I mean, from a spirit, oh, yeah. from a spiritual aspect, I've always been, I've always grown up to believe that. Um, so I'm still personally, I can't give a judgment. I'm still working through that from a physics perspective. Probably not, but from a could you make the argument that the soul and the consciousness are the same thing? Yeah, you could. You could here. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing point. Actually, the soul may not be fundamental, but the soul could be an emergent property. Right, the soul could come from all of these things happening combining together to give consciousness because neuroscientists now think that consciousness you're not just going to keep chipping away at the brain and get to the jelly in the middle and be like oh this little point is what consciousness is mm-hmm. they think that all of these different processes com- um, combine to produce consciousness so yeah the soul consciousness could be um an emergent property yeah mm-hmm. that, that definitely could be the case um but yeah back to your original point markel what do you think um what do you think is better? Do you think we use CRISPR and biolog- biological technology to literally give us superpowers? By the way, I'm a mad scientist. I plan on having <laughs> superpowers one day, without a doubt. Like I'm, We talked earlier about not caring about what other people think. I legit am going to give myself superpowers. But, hey, you, like, yeah, you, you better help me out with yeah, that, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, so we have that biological or transferring our consciousness into android bodies. Which one do you think? Um. Well, honestly, I can see... Uh, us like human enhancement like giving us powers would yeah. probably be more e- like the easier thing to do okay but um i can definitely see us transferring to you know an android body i feel like that would be the easier like not easier but probably the most probable yeah success you know what i mean let, let me um, give you oh keep going that. yeah yeah oh so these are the yeah, most pro- it's, it's, to you these are the most probable like success like stories for yeah. Them, so yeah so i can see us lasting longer in okay. android bodies yeah just because you know it's not like you know, with superpowers, we can still die. But if yeah. we're androids, we just we just need energy. Yeah, if exactly. If we find an endless source of energy, then yeah. there's no way we can die. Especially if we're able to, you know, transfer our consciousness. I don't know if you've seen the uh, series Altered Carbon. I want to start that. Wait, yeah. is that HBO Max or Netflix? It's Netflix. Netflix. I want to watch that. Oh, yeah, so but, what is that about? But basically, they have, um, they, they're called stacks. And okay. they're basically, it's, they're loaded consciousness onto their stacks. And they just move them around. So when they yeah. die, when they're, as long as their stack is intact... Which is their consciousness, as long as it's intact. When they die, they just transfer it to a new body. I think this is beautiful. I honestly see this as our future. I see that as happening in my lifetime. I prospect my life, lifetime to be a little bit longer than most people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I see that for us. But let me throw two more at you. Two, two more ways. One of them I just thought of yesterday, and one of them um, I've talked about for a while. So um, two episodes ago, I talked about us traveling the cosmos with von Neumann machines. So these millions of nanobots coming together, trillions, sorry, of nanobots coming together to um, basically create a spaceship and fly off, right? Function by lasers, right? What if we transfer our consciousness to an entity? If we're able to elevate our minds to this point, right? What if we transfer our consciousness to entities, right? So two different entities, either a whole bunch. These, these are fundamentally the same things, right? Mm-hmm. We could either be a whole bunch of tiny nanobots, right? Mm-hmm. So one person could be a whole bunch of nanobots just surviving, right? This this could help us survive um, during, like, the dark times little of our universe. Yeah, shapeshifters. Yeah, <laughs> little shapeshifters, right? So these tiny nanobots, but we're all, this is me. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm an entity. Or we're just, like, gas clouds. 
we're just, we're just gas clouds. Nasty. <laughs> it's clouds na- yeah, it's <laughs> nasty, but it like works. Shrimp in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I oh what it was um it was a Rick and Morty episode, and there was this entity, a being who he spoke to Rick and Morty, but he was just a cloud. There was and like when he talked, all these colors would flash, and it was just pretty cool. But yeah, there's like multiple ways of us. So we definitely we so this is one a big point to survive these hard times <coughs> of the ending of our universe. We definitely need to recreate this like animal that this meat sack that we live in. But so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, because if if that's what you're, you're pursuing, but I don't think that's humanity anymore. Because you said if we're recreating and leaving this animal, we're leaving our constructs. Oh of yeah, being a human. Um. So and we talked about this before, Markel. It's int- oh, did you want to finish? I'm sorry. Um, not really. Okay, well, Marco, I want your input on this. Um, it's certainly what you define as human, um, but it's um, it's also, I mean, when you're giving names to things, it is what it is. Uh, if you are so bound to being a human, um, then that is okay. So, yes, you may call me when I upload my consciousness to an android or upgrade myself to give me bionic powers or transfer myself to a cloud of machines or just a cloud of gas right um yes i certainly may be transhuman what is the human though is the human our soul is the human our consciousness is the human our fingernails like what? What is the human? Well, I don't think the human is our body. I really feel like this is just a meat shield so, for like you, you know. So we are hosts, or this yeah. body is the host of our consciousness. Yeah, that's really what I think. Because if we, if that was the case, when we die, why does our body not come with us? Okay, then you know what I'm saying. So then, like when we die, we're still we're still human. Our consciousness. Yeah. I believe that's really what it is. It's not just our body. So you, th- yeah. So you see, the, uh, hosting our body. We're going to talk about the afterlife in a second. So then. Are we still – so what, what is your perspective? What are we if we take this consciousness and put it somewhere else? Then what, what is it? What are we? I think we're still human. Okay. I believe that we're still human with just different bodies. <laughs> just different bodies. So changing, changing the host, right? So changing the substrate in which you, in which you live in, that, that still makes you human. So does it still make you human if we – let's say humans get lazy, right? And I'm sure there's been movies on this. We just put all ourselves in a vat and we transfer our consciousness to video games and we live out our lives in our fantasy RPGs, <laughs> RPG, sword art online type of thing. Are we still humans then? Yes. Okay. It's interesting. Like so, some Ready Player One type thing. Yeah. You, we're different characters, but we're all still the same. We're okay. still human. Yeah. And I, I think that's interesting. And uh, I mean, it's purely philosophical because I'm sure there's people out there that'll make the argument, no, the human is what happened through the evolution of from the primates to us now. And the human is this flesh and blood. But also at the same time, evolution carries on. Maybe our evolution is to evolve into these greater beings. Yeah. But if, if you like, if you think about it in terms of like animals, you think what separates us from, you know, monkeys or a gecko yeah or something like that yeah it's not the body it's not our body you know what i'm saying Mm. it's more of our emotions and our consciousness of being in this world and be able to communicate and stuff like that that makes us human uh yeah you know what i've for one i haven't thought about it that way but or at least i haven't pieced it together like that and that is a that is a very a very insightful way to to bring that about but you guys don't think animals have consciousness um, well, 
maybe not as like genetically as developed, but you don't think that they like com- they do communicate with each other, but like they definitely do. And on a level as this, but like we can't understand it. Oh, so you're saying our their consciousness could be beyond ours? Not beyond ours, but equivalent to ours but they're a different species a different existence Mm, that is an interesting point yeah so you could there's multiple ways of attacking it we could all have the same form of consciousness or you can you can um give consciousness as a spectrum right so honestly the fact that we kill these animals is that well they taste good we're higher on the food chain we don't necessarily respect their mental state as we respect ours people mess with animals because they think oh they're just dumb animals right so yeah i mean i don't know maybe um Maybe their consciousness could be at a different level where we don't understand. I definitely it. don't think we're on the u- top of well, the f- universe f- food chain. Oh, uh, nah, I don't think that. But um, honestly, I think it's more of um, like when you think of animals, they're more instinct based. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I feel like, you know, animals do have emotions, but I also feel like it's not as intense as ours. And it's more like they act more off of instinct. Yeah. Rather than us, where we think of we. You know, we're conscious. We th- think about others and their feelings, stuff like mm-hmm. that. When uh, to them, it's more just about survival. Yeah, I mean, and that's an amazing point. I mean, and also like, yeah, our, we're definitely more attentional. But that's also what they needed to survive. So yeah, no, that that is that is a great point. Let's another open thing this is like, yeah, go ahead. More. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, another thing is like, if you've ever looked into an animal and you look in their eyes, it's like. You know, when you look at humans, you look at them, yeah. and you're just like, you can see something yeah. looking back at you. Right. But if you look at an animal, it's more like a blank stare, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yeah. is anybody home, you know what I'm All saying? Right, yeah, <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. But, go ahead. Um, let's talk about aliens. This is, we really have nothing to go off of wait, here. Wait, but before like, you start, have you guys seen uh, Tomorrow War? Mm-mm. Uh, you Where guys should watch it. I'll say, so basically, um... Where is it? Where is it? Um, It's on Amazon Prime, okay. I believe. But, um, basically, in the future... Um, the human race is becoming extinct because these aliens come and they're hunting them for food. Or yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. But yeah, we'll say they come and uh, they're hunting the humans out. Yeah, and they don't have enough people to fight. So basically, they find a way to time come back in time, and they recruit people from the past wow. that were gonna die mm-hmm. like sooner than okay. later, and yeah. they recruit them. So the sooner that you die, the earlier you're getting yeah. drafted. Yeah, and then they go to the future and then they fight. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not gonna spoil it. But basically, they're finding they're trying to find a neurotoxin that's able to kill it so that they can send it back to the past. Mm. So they'll be able to finish. You know, they'll be able to kill them whenever they do come. Oh, that's lit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying, Emery? Um, if you guys believe our souls are a construct of our consciousness mm-hmm. and our like just our everything, mm-hmm. a culmination of all that an alien, something that is not of flesh and blood or maybe blood, whatever their blood is, do you think they have souls? And if so, do you think Mm. we have the same God? And if this universe is so vast, is like heaven where we go beyond this, a shared reality with those other species? That's interesting because when you started thinking about that, hmm, well, you know, yeah, so we we talk about like we we talk about uh like race, but you know, we're all the human race, right? Mm-hmm. And but what separates humans from these aliens, right? Well, well as what well, go ahead. Well, I think it depends on because we haven't met aliens before, right. we really don't know. Yeah. But um I think it just depends if they're more humanoid type aliens. Yeah. Then I definitely do believe that 
we could have the same God. Yeah. And then we're just, you know, we're from different parts of the universe, okay. so we're different. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? They were made to survive wherever they're from, and we were made to survive wherever we are. Yeah. You know, but if it's more, if they're more like animal-like, if they're mm -hmm. more, you know, monster-eating aliens, or yeah. Something, you know, stuff like that, then I wouldn't know. You, you know what? This this uh, this desire to categorize things really only emanates from our human qualities, right? Mm -hmm. From us being us. So, I mean, if you want to continue to reduce this thing, like we could find what the fundamental point of consciousness is. And if we are both consciousness, us and the aliens are all consciousness beings, then we could say, okay, then we are of the same. Because we are all of the same because, like I said, well, we, what we talked about 30 minutes ago, the beginning of this universe, right? So if we all came from this infinitesimal point and we're all made up of um, these elementary particles and all these things, right? If it all comes from that, then, I mean, technically, you could say we're all the same. Technically, you could say I'm the same as this hat. But so the, what the, where the difference comes is that this hat is inanimate, this hat is unconscious, right? So... I think it's finding the fundamental points of consciousness and then picking out uh, or, see, or finding which of these beings have consciousness and then we need to make our judgment from there. Um, yeah, so, so that's interesting. Uh, so yeah, m moving along. So we have, we have this end of the universe. We have, okay, what do we need to do about it? We have the upgrading of ourselves. Now we have to figure out, okay, how the heck are we gonna get out of this thing? Uh, I wish I wish somebody's physics knowledge went far enough. Go ahead. Um, black holes, possibly. Okay. I mean, or some type of you know wormholes. Uh -huh. Some type of it has to be some type of inter interdimensional travel. So yeah, what you're Something. talking about is um an Einstein-Rosen bridge. So then it would be the the black holes actually not being crushing down to the singularity or missing the singularity. So you would go into the black hole or the wormhole. You would fly in, somehow navigate around the singularity, come out at another point, which may be another parallel world, may mm -hmm. be another dimension. Um, well, you know, I'll say not, uh, not necessarily dimension. Um, Realm. Yeah. Maybe another, just, I'll say another, hopefully, well, what we, well, it could be, if it's another dimension, universe. then we'd be out of whack. So we want it to be another three-dimensional space, three dimensions, 3D spatial universe. Yeah. That's what we want it to be. Um, or, you know, I don't know. We may have to, I think it would have to be, <clears throat> see, I don't know. The problem is, if it's, it can, I don't think it can be, <clears throat> dang. Well, okay, well, yeah, here's how it would have to be. If it's a wormhole, then we need to send, we, if it's a wormhole, it would have to be some type of cosmic wormhole. It would have to be some type of, so if string theory is correct, it would have to be a cosmic string that connects us to another multiverse. Because mm -hmm. what dark matter could be is gravity leaking from another universe, right? Mm -hmm. So we would have to have some type of connecting string or connecting substrate that connects us to another um, pocket universe out there, right? Mm -hmm. So it would have to be that to create the wormhole. Because, But we would have to... So, because if that's not the case, then the only other way to build the wormhole is to send something out to build both ends of the hole. Yeah. We would still have to travel I'm, to I'm that I'm thinking end. of it as like a coin, and like we're on one face, and like it's kind of like the similar thing to what you were saying. We yeah. need to find a way to like slip to the other side yeah. while um, 
while that face of the coin is erased. Yes. And then we, I think it's like an infinite chain of coins, maybe like dominoes, if yeah. you will. So then, like, yeah, we need to find some type of cosmic connection definitely. into getting between both. But if we cannot find, if our physics knowledge is too late and we cannot find this cosmic connection, then we're just going to have to bo- uh, build a badass ship that is able to maybe cross I don't know. We'd have to find something that's able to survive in the inflation field, right? That is just able to like uh, ride along the inflation wave and wait for another phase transition and go to that universe. Or we'd have to find a way to like build a ship to travel across the cosmos um, to another multiverse. But I'm also thinking, I don't know. It depends on how far our physics knowledge goes. It depends on how far our consciousness goes. But if we continue to create this theory of everything, if we, if we find this theory of everything, it, it's all about connections. It's all about an exchange. Is there a way for us to, um, I don't know, we would have to find a way to pack down our consciousness to a point where we can also take our consciousness um our, our conscious and fuse it with another type of uh, uh, another type of matter, another type of existence. We would have to somehow, with our knowledge of future physics, we have to somehow bring ourselves to the point with where the entity we are is the universe, right? So we are going to have to somehow become the universe, ride along the 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 physical phenomena, ride along the universe, and somehow find our way, or maybe move our way. To another, uh, to another, um, another pocket universe. So from this this universal entity that we are, right? Whatever being we create ourselves through continue, continuing our knowledge of physics, right? Then from there we would have to basically bring ourselves back, or we stay this ultimate being, or we can bring ourselves back, build ourselves a body, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. That, that's that's well, super interesting. Let's say let's say the end of the universe is the big freeze. Yeah, where everything just loses energy. Yeah. What if we were able to somehow create um, an infinite source of energy, mm. some type of machine that was able to function forever, a perpetual motion yeah, machine. Perpetual yeah. motion machine. That's why so, I was thinking because yeah, it sounds like all all our solutions are escaping from this universe. Yeah. What if we find a way to rebuild the universe, maybe through artificial means? Uh, yeah. So then we would have to. So one artificial means could be using manipulating the quantum foam somehow, some way. You know, maybe we build a wormhole, right? So we find negative energy, give it to this quantum foam, the quantum universe, it births a whole entire another universe, but we still have a wormhole. We somehow find a way to escape the effects of a universe being birthed in front of us and not get crushed. And we take this wormhole and we jet off into another universe. Also, yeah, like you were saying before, um, the only way, ah, see, the perpetual motion machines are super hard. So we would have, it would, it would need new physics. We would have to find new physics, and we would have to manipulate some sort of energy exchange because I don't think we could find it from empty. Maybe we find it from vacuum energy. Maybe we find a way to manipulate energy to the point that we could literally use nothing and have energy, but it still has to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, using that energy state, maybe we could continue to survive and create another universe. Yeah, that's super interesting. I don't know. There's so many different possibilities. My mind's going well, in all different kind of ways. Earlier, you talked about like how um, physicists and like scientists just chalk up 
the nothingness to being like illogical like you don't need to have a solution yeah. to that but isn't that vacuum energy yeah that nothingness yeah that nothingness is so yeah i know i agree that so we would have to somehow and that that's the coolest part like that's where that like so we'd have to somehow harness this vacuum energy that's always fluctuating now right so because we think that energy is conserved but energy is only conserved to a certain plank length or a certain plank time right so in 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 a certain time frame that we can we can't even imagine energy is just created and destroyed out of nowhere right these fluctuations happen um if you wait long enough if we are able to survive there's a quantum fluctuation that could birth an entire earth or birth an entire milky wave galaxy or birth an entire when we crash into milk dromeda the or andromeda it's a disgusting name but the galaxy is going to be called milk dromeda Maybe uncertainty creates that. Maybe uncertainty creates mm-hmm. a whole universe out of nothingness, right? For that little amount of time. Um, yeah, there's well, all... That, in that case, ways. nothing... There is no nothing. Yeah. There is always something. There's always something. And that's... It's and just it, something that we can't we, yet measure. We can't wrap or, our minds yeah. around... Because we always think... Well, it comes from our function... Our, it comes from our um, inherent uh, attachment to causality. We think that something... Something has to come from something else. We always think of causality because this is how we Who's exist through first, time. The chicken or the egg? Yeah, this is right. This is how we exist through time. Our, the only reason we perceive this flow of time is because our, we remember the past, we uh, perceive the future, or we perceive the present, and we uh, predict the future. It creates this thing, right? So this creates our flow of time. This is causality. So the only reason we think there has to be something that comes is because of our thoughts on causality. Maybe there, maybe causality isn't fundamental. Probably isn't. Probably isn't. Who knows? I don't know. I I think it's interesting. Um, dang, we're running short on time because I really wish we could continue this awesome discussion. So Markel's gonna work. Yeah, Markel's gonna. Well, we have a good like thirty minutes, but Markel's gonna come back. Um, and we're gonna continue. We're gonna do uh how how to escape the end of the universe part two. <laughs> oh, but say less. before before we uh go on to um. Or before we end of the show, let's uh, rewind a little bit. So we're not at the end of the universe, right? We are in. We're still in this epic of humanity, and we're gonna go over the next uh, twenty to however long you want to go. Markel, I want to talk about the future of cars and the future of transportation. <laughs> That's my cup of tea. My that guy. is that is that is where you thrive. So let's start off simple. What do you see? So right now, the paradigm of car, we'll just stick, stick with cars, even transportation right now. The paradigm that we're in right now is we burn gas, right? Mm-hmm. We're, and well, we're powering, right? So what do you see? What do you see is the next step? Well, Tesla's, there's no question. Yeah. Well, yeah, like you were saying, Tesla. <laughs> yeah. There's no question that we're going to move away from combustion engines. Absolutely. So obviously, we'll, it's either electric or mm-hmm. other, some other type of energy. Yeah. You know, that doesn't involve burning and destroying our atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But um, I can definitely see us taking the direction of Tesla's first. First, we're going to have to find a way to, to get lighter batteries, lighter, okay. more condensed batteries. Because, mm-hmm. you know, driving boats out there, you know, yeah. expensive. So once we find, you know, long-lasting, thinner, lighter batteries, okay, then we can eventually move that to planes. Right. And then um, other things, you know, boats, trains, uh, it'll eventually all hit all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, trains are already, you know, yeah. they already have electric trains, but on um, planes and boats, I don't know. I haven't really seen that much on uh, electric boats. 
Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I, I, that's actually one I've never yeah, heard of. I, I've, I've heard of electric really... planes and cars, not boats. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Exactly. Um, but um, one thing I am upset about though yeah. is I like to drive. So like, okay, yeah. So I'm sad about you know, you know, how Tesla's having the AI AI drive it, and yeah. you know, that's cool or whatnot for people that don't like to drive or yeah. rather, but um, and it's safer, but. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, for people that you know enjoy for car enthusiasts as myself, yeah, know, that like to drive, that it, you know, I can definitely see that area of slowly coming to an end, yeah, eventually. Yeah. But I, I, I definitely be, believe that they'll keep it as an option. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll probably keep it as an option to drive. But yeah, yeah, you know, maybe like hopefully it'll just function off of like as the AI gets better and better. Hopefully people will just be able to drive. But once they get screw, once they start to screw up. Either there's magnetism that will bounce the cars off of each mm. other, but there's also um, AI that maybe be able to correct our errors. Mm. I can see that. For uh, as for the boat thing, yeah, I think it would be kind of dull to try to focus on electric boats. Maybe mm. like focus more on hydropower. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I oh, mean, that does make you, sense. That's that what I. Yeah, sense. that's 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 very smart actually. Why use electric? I mean, or solar because you know there's no trees or. You know, Ooh, true. that is that is an amazing yeah, idea. That is a great oh, idea, actually. And yeah. also, if you think about it, you know, it's not as, you know, it's not as, uh, what you call it? It's not as, a lot of the times, you know, not an overcast. I mean, yeah. You know, the beach is usually yeah. you know, clear until, you know, and it's always moving from the water to right. the land. So, you know, eventually, exactly. of course, there will be, you know, storms and hurricanes and stuff yeah. like that. But we would need better. In general. Yeah, we would need better. Well, we definitely need to improve solar technology because mm. solar technology is supposed to be the best. Solar is honestly supposed to be the energy we use because that is our most abundant energy source. Mm. That is where we actually get all of our energy. But, you know, like because coal and the gas that we burn is just dead plants and animals, right? But, yeah, so, but, yeah, the sun, it all comes from the sun at some point. Mm. Um, so, that, yeah, that and electromagnetism. So, yeah, we, um, yeah, we, uh, yeah, using the sun, we need to improve our solar technology. Um, but, yeah, actually, I was going to talk, this is a little bit outside of our, uh, what you call it? This is a little outside of the transportation, but another energy source before I get onto a uh, um, maglev and antimatter. Uh, another energy source could be Dyson Sphere. So Dyson Sphere is one of my is probably my favorite engineering possibility um, in terms of energy. So Dyson Sphere, which I put a picture up before, and I can show you guys a picture later. You literally build a contraption. You surround the sun or surround a star harness its energy, and then basically radiate that energy to us in the most efficient manner. Mm. And I think that's cool. So, like, um, our, our sun maybe isn't the best star um, to be conducive for that, but maybe when we move to another planet or whatever, we build, a, we build a Dyson sphere around that star, extract its energy, and give it to us. So, yeah, that's another method of uh, getting good energy. But, um, I can definitely see that. For, so, yeah, uh, on to cars and transportation. Um, let's stay for cars for, like, a, like a good, like, Five to seven more minutes. So yeah, we go from electric. After that, what do you see? What do you think about um, hydrogen power? Have you have you thought about hydrogen power cars at um, all? I actually have. I, yep. I remember reading something not too long ago okay. about um, somebody that designed a hydrogen power car, but I yeah. believe he died. Oh uh, damn! And it was, it was oh, a big it's one of those. Theory. Oh yeah, they yeah. said that uh, the conspiracy theory is that he was assassinated because you know that sucks. But yeah, but That's I think he, what actually what they say happened. Yeah. Was that uh I believe he choked 
But I but whenever Man. before he choked like he choked on like some food or something and yeah. died. But before he choked, he like I remember I believe he was like running out and he was like yelling. So his brother was like, They're trying to kill they're trying to kill me. They're yeah. trying to kill me. But yeah. I don't know about that. But um I can definitely see hydrogen powered cars, but yeah. the problem with that is, you know, water, you know, um, we'd have to find out how to use, you know, the ocean because okay. you can't use our fresh water so we need it yeah. to drink, yeah. you know. But um uh, another thing is uh, manual cars are dying, and I want to design a electric manual car, which low-key, oh, yeah. they say that it's unnecessary, but if I'm trying, if I can find a way to design the gears yeah. and then make it, because it's just so much more fun to drive a, a manual car. Well, the thing that is, though, cool. also, it's gonna if you were able to do that, it's going to be 100 times more fun than your gas power because functioning off of um, alternating current, thank you, Nikola Tesla, Electric cars are way more responsive than um, the combustion engine cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. Top speed's gonna go up. Yeah, acceleration. horsepower. The acceleration is stupid. Is way yeah, beyond. You know the, the roaster is like one second. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, like, it's is it gonna be yeah in about a second? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, to car crashes. This would improve safety yep, a lot more because it'll be able to stop and start. Not even that. Perfect, even yeah. if you do get into a car crash, let's say. Yeah. Um. And let's say the car exploded. Yeah. The explosion is not going to be oh, as well, big as yeah. with a fuel-powered engine. Absolutely. And um, since there's pretty much all the Teslas on the floor of the car and stuff, like all the the motor is in the back and all that stuff, like there's a huge crunch zone in the front. So if mm-hmm. you hit in the front, actually, I almost crashed into the back of somebody yesterday, believe <laughs> it or not, right? I um, almost crashed into somebody on the way here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a huge crunch zone, right? Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah. Um, due to the alternating current, um yeah the uh and i'm not going to get into the physics of that i could probably explain it quick but we're running out of time um yeah it's way more responsive so yeah that and that being manual i didn't think about that that would be that would definitely be a good idea so yeah that then from hydrogen and hydrogen gas as well we could use hydrogen gas to be our be the fuel and then we could um uh turn that um the waste would only be water vapor Mm -hmm. so that's a very clean type of car um so we move on to that and then we go on to um, the futuristic society and the neon lights. So hover hovercraft. I was just hovercraft. That. Okay, I can definitely see cars going moving on to using magnetic fields. Like yes, going on to you know roads mm-hmm. and then you know somehow having the car like you know how the Mag- they've already made uh, trains like that yep. where they're on yeah. the track and they're just hovering over. Yeah. And that that'd be crazy if they made the road like that. Yeah. So it's magnetic levitation, maglev technology, which I probably introduced. Somewhere in like episode from the episode eight to ten range, right? Uh, actually, probably episode eight because that is when I talked about um, back in 2020, the world has just birthed our first room temperature superconductor. So superconducting material, sorry, is what we need to cr- create the um, magnetic levitation. Because what if we had if the world functioned off of the super of the superconducting metal, then by using um, um, I, there's there's videos like about this on the internet of like things literally levitating by using it we could literally lev- levitate anything using magnetic fields on this floor right so if we made our roads if we made our buildings or whatever right it would be crazy made our buildings, <laughs> buildings. yeah or and then 
we could have maglev shoes so we could just you know either oh, we air could, mags yeah. we already got those air yeah. no, no, we don't need to make yeah. us even more lazy than we are oh, I know, right? <laughs> we could slide across the road we could jump nah. we could jump around it's gonna turn into a wally society oh it'd be oh, crazy God. it'd be crazy it'd be crazy but yeah man like our trains and everything functioning off of magnetic levitation that that'd be pretty cool that would be cool. that'd be pretty cool um then we move on to that so like for spacecraft we could use like antimatter and stuff like that like there's there's all these different energy sources but let's crack this open and you could you could say teleportation too but what is okay what is the best way of transportation and then what is the craziest transportation that you could think of both both of you guys can go um like best current or best any out of, out of all, the entire span of time so you're gonna do the best and then the most fun crazy form like of transportation that we've always had or no that we you can just think of anything you can think of well, okay i think the most, yeah most crazy for me would be teleportation because honestly okay. that that's a superpower though yeah i just yeah like, you know somebody trying to fight yeah. <laughs> like on yeah. some anime flash step type exactly thing. you know what i'm saying that would be crazy but then yeah. um i think fun my most favorite yeah would probably be just you know cars like now it's yeah just, yeah i just love driving them. right <laughs> right yeah well, actually, phase shifting, not even teleportation. Ah, phase like shifting, going yeah. through, having your own wormhole yeah. teleporter, yeah. traveling to different universes like at, on a dime. Type junk. Yeah. Oh yeah, like hit. Yeah. Time skip. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, it would be a time skip, or we would have to be able to m- manipulate quantum uncertainty to point. And this was in a. This is kind of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Universe a little bit with their uh, uncertainty machine, but anyway, manipulate uncertainty to the point where. Since there is the tiniest possibility that my hand, when I do this, just comes through this table, if we're able to manipulate uncertainty to the point where that does happen, and I literally shift through matter. That, through the earth to yeah, the side. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that, that'd be cool. Dig, dig a hole right here and come out through China. Um, there's an interesting video on that by Neil deGrasse Tyson. You should look at it. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think transportation in general, like... We obviously have spacecraft and we have our earthbound transportation, but I think like that is one of the most interesting fields that we'll have coming up in, in Tel Aviv, Israel. They have already developed uh, developed an electric charging road, mm-hmm. so you drive on the, along the road, but your car is charging as you drive so across it. it. Yeah, yeah that would, that's cool. Yeah, that like interesting technologies like that. That's why um, when you said you were getting in the car, and when you said you were going to the South Dakota school, and when you said like I always knew you were into cars, but when I saw that you were dedicated to it, that's why I got so excited because I was like, dude, you could future, actually do. Man. Yeah, the future, like you could actually do some crazy stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Some crazy stuff with that, man. Absolutely, I don't know the the future of transportation in general, like. Mm. Vacuum sealed trains. Mm. Like oh yeah, we haven't even talked about vacuum sealed. Yeah, yeah. Vacuum sealed. Yeah, we well, you know where they have like the tomb and it's just a vacuum. Yeah. They put like it's not really a train, but it's like yeah, a, it's hyperloop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hyperloop. Hi- we can oh. use hyperloops. Um, I don't know. This is like the the wacky society. The craziest one I can think of. This is crazy in a comedy uh, standpoint. Is that we're just two people. Like we're like okay, I want to go over here, and it's kind of like a yeah. Yeah, you, it's kind of like a fun roller coaster, and we would have to uh, adapt to the G forces and stuff. But like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna just okay. I want to go to uh, Chick Fil A, um, th- uh, cross the town. All right, you know, take my shoes off. I'm getting in the tube. 
don't think there's it, enough space on it, it for that. There's <laughs> enough st- space for anything, or bro. Or like some yeah. portals. Like, um, like, I don't know if you've ever played the game Portal 3. Yeah. Where you like shoot portals into the wall and you just... So, that would be crazy. Yeah, that's another crazy one. So shooting portals is physics beyond. Like, that's that's crazy <laughs> physics. But maybe we just... Now, it would take, it would take energy... More than so, we would have to be like a type four civilization to do this because it would take energy more than the energy in our galaxy. Like, but like, we we could create these mini wormholes. So like, you know, uh, let's say hmm, we're in our we get in our car and okay yeah yeah like malls right we have mm. we have these malls right but it's a a massive mega mall right a mega mall and it's like Star Wars with all these flying ships and stuff right and there's there's stores from the top floor and these all these different levels and stuff and you get from floor to floor off these magnetic magnetic levitation bridges right yeah. that you can and let's say even it would be cool if like the bridges were invisible or something like that right but we walk across we can do all that but you know if you have a little just bit the of steps yeah if you have, little pods that are yeah. <laughs> but if you have some extra money, then you could swipe your card, and then a wormhole will open. Okay, yeah, I want to go to uh, Cheesecake Factory, assuming Cheesecake Factory is still around by then, um, right? If it's not Octopus Cake Factory or something <laughs> crazy like that. And, yeah, I'm just going to walk through this portal, and, oh, yeah, oh, uh, table for two, sir. Yes. <laughs> like there's all I don't that know. Sounds fun. When I think of the future, like there's just so many cool technologies, man. Like I think of brain computer interfaces, like I think of like augmented reality, us able to like if you think Yeah, go ahead. One second. If you think about it, like let's say we could actually if we figure out transferring our consciousness. Yeah. So like what if we literally just have bodies? Like yeah. like let's say so you know how they have bikes? Mm-hmm. Like what if they had like bodies like Dude. instead of and so like let's say i'm here i'm like all right i want to go to japan sit down this man talking about you're speaking in another body in you're japan, and you know what up, like, we talked about that yes you're speaking facts episode. right now because one one physics uh, i talked about michio kaku who's like a big guy on this is laser porting right so if we're able to get our consciousness down to a computerized or digital point right um really uh small just just pick we're we're just numbers at that point right we could put our, we could hook put ourselves on lasers and shoot our consciousness across the cosmos. So I was writing a little short story about this, but it was like, okay, yep, I have this body, or I was thinking about the short story, getting ready to write it. Um, I have this body on Earth, right? But you know, I have work at Ven- I have work on Venus um, at two o'clock, right? So I, I um, you know, like the stacks or whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I um, I, I tra- or you know, it's just like a little like a cable, right? And you have a thing in the back of your head. So you take this cable, right, and you put it in the back of your head. Your eyes roll back, and your consciousness goes to this laser porting uh, mm-hmm. function, right? And it shoots you off on a laser to Venus. You'll get over there by the speed of light. It'll probably take you, what, uh, 5 to 11 minutes, right? Um, I don't know the exact one for Venus. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like, yeah. we could actually design bodies that were able to withstand, like, certain planets. Exactly. Av- like, on some so, uh, Avatar junk, right. you know? Exactly. So I have my Venus body, which obviously needs to handle the heat. Right, so I have my Venus body, then I have my Uranus body that um or Uran sorry Uranus body. Uh, Uranus is a very childish way of saying it. Hell no, uh, bro. You have Keep your saying Uranus. No, no, we like we like that way. Yeah, you have your your, your Uranus body um to function. Maybe that's your maybe that's our gas cloud body, right? Since Uranus is just gas, maybe we, that's our gas cloud body, mm-hmm. and then we have our um uh what was that? Oh, that was that bug right there. Um, 
And then we have our bodies to withstand all these different planets, whatever exoplanets we found outside our solar system. Yeah, mm. I think that's real. That's super cool. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, bro. And yeah, I don't know, man. And it the crazy thing about computational consciousness is like, where does it stop though? Because if we're would the scariest part, the scare. And I'm a mad scientist, but the maddest part about that to me is if we're this is where your soul point will uh, come in play, Emery. If we're able to get this thing down to the point where um, it's computational, will we be able to press copy, control, paste? Uh, possibly. And when we just exist as two, right? That wouldn't be the best idea. Though. Oh yeah, no, I so, think that would suck. I think yeah. that would suck because that that takes away from individuality. Definitely. But then, like, would you just have an army of Markels? They're all your consciousness, but like. But then quantum uncertainty comes into play, and you know maybe each of them will have their own different personality. Maybe I hate be, the concept of clones so much. Yeah, I think, and that's probably that's well, like I said, that's that's crazy, that's terrible. But I don't know. I think that's the maddest part about this mad science. There's always gonna be that one clone that wants to be the only one. What? And eliminate and the if rest you're of the clones. Both the clones. How do you truly know who's the original? That like is true. Invincible. invincible? Oh, I was just about to say that. We <laughs> all watch it, and they're of. constantly killing each other, right? Mm. And just mm. but I'm the real one. Yeah, so you're the clone. And their yeah. solution is that was you don't tell either one who's the clone. Exactly. Oh, not even only the blue guys, but the other the guy who uh, the robot. What was his name again? Robot. That's his name. Oh wow, yeah, robot. Yeah, robot. He can transfer his consciousness into a boy body, but like he, I don't know, that's just mm -hmm. I don't know, bro. That's 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 super cool. That's super cool. But uh yeah, man, all these like I said, I wish we had more time. Uh we need to bring you back in for uh into some more futurism talks, bro. But uh to wrap this whole thing up, coming from we started at the beginning of time. We moved towards the end of time, talked about what we need to escape the end of time, find some new time. We went back in time to us now, talked about the future of our cars, transportation, how we're going to get around. May it be combustion engines, electric cars. Maybe it's wacky world where we're in tubes. Um, maybe, maybe, um, maybe artificial intelligence and robots takes over, and maybe we're reduced to hamsters on wheels and they just feed us through they keep they feed us pellets while the robot people and me are up on the surface and having you. yeah i added that in no i'm the liberator bro. i hope y'all <laughs> you know uh humans um are just on the low surface maybe we're the energy source we're spinning we're turning wheels for the ai people on the uh, top to you know enjoy their ramen and stuff whatever and they feed us pellets or whatever what if man eliminates the human race they're gonna look back on these videos oh my like, these the ancient, the signs the ancient right. signs. whatever it may be whatever it may be we know that the future is absolutely crazy we know that science and human intuition there's all these different possibilities maybe mathematical maybe physical scientific maybe emotional biochemical whatever there's all these different possibilities that can manif manifest themselves in our timeline if you guys watch the avengers there's multiple timelines maybe the we haven't even talked about the multiverse theory there's different timelines there's different renditions of our future our future reality maybe yeah. the future isn't set yet right we never know we never know but regardless it's special regardless 
having talks like this, talking about our destiny, I think is absolutely special. I think is what defines us as as uh, our this version of humanity, right? It's these types of conversations. So to everybody listening, I encourage you guys to keep looking onward. Thank you. Heck yeah. Looks at the stars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, right. let's wrap it up one more time. All right. Give it's me a time, beat. It's time to actually wrap it up. No, nah, man. We don't. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not doing. We're not doing that, bro. We're. We're going straight. Let me go on the beat. We're, no, no, no. no. You're we're, rapping. We're gonna find a I'm beat. I'm rapping. Yeah. We're gonna I'm find. We're yes, gonna find. Are. We're gonna find it's a beat. Like, this video's not going up unless you rap. We're gonna find a beat online. It's tradition. What type beat do we want? What type beat you feeling? Cause I can rap about about wait, most wait, anything. Does everybody rapping at all? I might rap. I rap every once in a while. Dang, I don't know what to rap about. You don't. It's a, that's it's, why it's, it's freestyle. A freestyle Emery's pretty good, but yeah. What do you? We don't only let Emery freestyle. He's, he always I goes do first anyway. If you feel oh, you're gonna go it first, along to oh, you yeah. can do it first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what uh what type beat? Or um let Emery decide since he's going first. Or do we want to use an instrumental? Um, Have we didn't use what about the workout instrumental? Is that good? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do 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 You cutting all this out? Um, maybe or maybe not, depending on how I feel about the vibe. But yeah, no, Markel. Then we need we had a very serious conversation today. Then we're just gonna need to bring you on an, another episode to just bust balls and talk about bullshit. <laughs> talk about bullshit. Yeah. I'll say less. All right. Just say a whole bunch of controversial bullshit. What? Because they're like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, on. hold on, hold on. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't say that. PC, bro. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? All right. I'm born ready. I'm starting the beat. Hold on. Are we standing up again? No. Oh, are you turning it around? Yeah. All right. Caleb, I'm starting this in three, two. I'm pressing the space bar. Sorry. Three, two, one. Yeah. Episode. Episode. Oh, we didn't even do it. Episode 24, 24 baby. baby. Let's go. Episode 24. Yeah. 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 Episode 24. Hey, go. Let's go. Huh? Hey. 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 Talk to me. Yeah. We traveling to the end of the universe. Trying to buy me a new Louis purse. Yeah. For me and my girl. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut butter vanilla swirl. Yeah. I'ma go to the crib. I'ma put on my bib I'ma eat a couple steaks I'ma eat some cake <laughs> Then I'ma go outside and rake Work out for me. Then I'ma go inside and bake Yeah Another cake A cake Yeah, hey, a cake. Mm. yeah. Okay 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 Yeah Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. yeah In the future hey. We're traveling All yeah. the way Yeah To yeah. the stars Yeah Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time we'll go all the way to Mars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know we like. You know we getting right. Yeah. yeah. Going to the light. Ah. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm not good at this, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. You know it's this. Yeah. And then it's that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Hey. But it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you black. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. This and that. Yeah. Cause I'm black. Yeah. Yeah. This and that. Yeah. Wait. 
Hold on. I want to see you work out for me. Work out for me. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get copyrighted. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of wrong. Yeah. Yeah. J. Cole, that's my guy. And I'm feeling kind of fly. Markel came on and he killed it. Episode 24, and we really drilled it. Yeah, enlightened brothers, and you know we winning. Episode 24, cut it out, I'm feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he feeling yeah. it, yeah. yeah. He feel hey. it because what? we killed it. Ooh. You know yeah. we killing it. Hey. It's episode twenty four. We going to the stars. We going to the moon. Mm. Yeah, like you said that. We going hard. Yeah, like you said that. We going to Mars. Yeah, it's episode twenty four, baby. Work out, yeah. yeah. work out. Yeah. Uh. Ooh. Ooh. This beat go hard. It do go hard. Yeah. You still okay. going? Yeah. Hey, we got we got two minutes. Yeah. Right, right, workout. Let's live. Workout. Workout. Yeah. You know I'm Hooper, I really don't do this mm, yeah. But you know I'm on it, like I am a Buddhist oh. Hey <laughs> yeah, I don't even, One yeah, bar, that's okay. it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he said a Buddhist Okay Yeah, you really do this I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you really do this <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, but I'm not pause. gay <laughs> Yeah, hold on, yeah, pause Yeah, yeah, I got claws hey. I'm going to brown I never frown, but I get to the bag Never brag I'm getting yeah. his money, though oh, I'm getting his money yeah. Uh, yeah, he got him but me. <laughs> Yeah yeah, he I got a fool of me. <laughs> 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 yeah, he got a bug on him. Ew. Uh, <laughs> you really ew. Uh, <laughs> kinda nasty. Kinda why, nasty. Why did fly on me? He's still classy. That's my boy. Yeah. yeah. Get into this bag. No coy. Coy yeah. Ray. Hey. Never betray. Hey. We are the niggas. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yay. We signing though. Hey. And we signing though. Ooh. And we signing though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey. We got it. Hey. We got 30 seconds left. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Come on. Hey. 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 Yeah. Rapping with my boys. You know they got bars. I'm not good at this because I'm into cars. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm good, but I'm Nick Far. Hey. You already know. I'm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and all right, finished kind of raw, and you know that we are the boss. Yes, cause we're lit and I'm messing up. up. But we- <laughs> oh man, we so were close. We were so close, bruh. Crap, hey guys. Um, so we're feeling the raps today. So we're Caleb. I'm on minute one thirty-eight. One. Work out for me, work out for me. Ha, go low. Think down to the flow. Yeah, yeah. Drop the thing. How far can you go? Yeah, how far can you go? Can you go? Can you go? Can you go? How far can you go? We never blow. We just go to the moon. Yeah, to the stars. To the end of the world. Yeah, we are stars. Yeah, uh, we're everything. The universe. Yeah. I'm spitting the best verse on this track. You know I like to get it. You know I like to win it. You know I like to kill it. Yeah, I'm getting money. Yeah, we get best show. We have the best show in the freaking multiverse. Best podcast. No one stands next to us. Yeah. Caleb don't usually rap, but this time he went and got into his trap and he got it back. Cause you know he's spinning the facts And you know that he is drilling all over the beat yes. And you know that he kind of carried the entire team yeah. And you know that this episode he was kind of mean And Markel he was really killing the entire thing And you know okay. that he's a car man but he did his thing Yeah, yeah. did his thing, yeah He kind of raw thing, yeah. though Boy he got bling, yeah tat. That is raw bro yeah. Yeah. And look at yeah. his sleeves, they are raw too Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that man, yeah. kill it, bravo. I don't really do this because I'm trash. Yeah. You see the Hulk, bitch, Hulk smash. Hey, uh, yeah. yes, sir. Then they know I get the stash. Hey. Yeah. But I am kind of bash. Bull. Hey. Hey. Boy, yeah. bashful. Boy, bashful. Hey. Kind of nervous. Kind of yeah. nervous. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm nervous. sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, tatted up, though. Boy, got the real flow. Boy, got that real glow. Yeah. He the GOAT. Emery the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. And we killing this show. Yeah. How we got three goats. That's a three-headed GOAT. Three-headed GOAT. Greatest all-time, my bro. Yeah. 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 And LeBron, he the final. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Better than yeah. MJ, bro. But we all three goats. Three times yeah. three. Oh, hey. my, that's not even the <laughs> right yeah. math. But, yeah. yeah, but hey. we all three goats. Yeah. We really get yeah. to it. Yeah. We really the greatest. And, you know, we go through it. Yeah. Hey. Next podcast, I thought I told you. If you try me, boy, I'm going to fold you. Uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought I told you. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought uh. I told you. Uh. That's how you end the rap. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. That's how you end it, man. We out of here. If you listened this far, thank you so much for listening. Like I always say, this is a blessed opportunity. Thankful for all you guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. Love you guys. Peace, Peace out. Love you. Yes, sir. Let's go, man. Hell yeah. Y'all killed it. All right. Go